Stand by for action. Welcome back to the podcast that never stops. You sleep, we keep working, right, Neil? <laughs> doesn't even have a name anymore, huh? <laughs> oh, it's yeah, we're called Punk, Punk Till, Till I, I Die. If, you, if it's your first time listening, we are called yes. Punk Till I Die. Well, we just have been recording so many episodes that we have another one coming up Saturday. Yep, we do, we that's have, right. Shit. We have four or five in the can right now. We have one, two, three, four in the can right now, and this so that will be number tonight, number five, and uh Saturday will be six. Holy Dude, shit! Dude, you need to drop a new one tomorrow on Friday. See, but I don't want to. I don't want to shortchange Danny. Yeah, Danny was fun, but I, I think everybody's listened. Well, he's got his twelve. We have twelve people join the group in the last. There you go. In the last seven days, some and, of those and we haven't. Ha- and we haven't been asked to take any of the old episodes down. So, <laughs> well, some and some of those, some of those, admittedly, might be from scammers because it appears that we have someone bootlegging our merchandise. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it must be like a Chinese print-on-demand kind of thing, right? Well, it must seven dollars sweatshirts. We were selling for thirty-five bucks. And well, it must be as well because well, they appear to be. They say we. Oh, look, we have Lippy's merchandise, and it's a picture of our of our logo. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So they're not, clearly not very smart. Um, but you know, I blocked them both. And the cool thing you can do, you can block them, and you can also block any future um, accounts they create. Ah, so nice. hopefully, so hopefully that cuts down on. Well, the and bit I know of it. the Facebook group, the Punk Dad Podcast group. I know it's a little more of a pain now. If you want to participate, like there's like a, a we have to you know like approve it. But we're not like I said, we're not really editing for content other than people scanning. You know, right? Yeah, the the. The, the yeah, I mean, such and such is there, dying. I mean, you yeah. go on there and tell us we suck donkey dick. We're going to leave it as long as you're not trying to sell cheap Chinese knockoff sweatshirts. Oh, it's selling, telling us about Simon Cowell's health. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Right. Right. Yeah. So I'm almost done with Danny's book, dude. I've been reading it. I got it. I ordered it on Amazon right after we talked to him, and uh, yeah, I'm almost done. It's, it's pretty funny. It's uh, no, no. Which one? It's a you, toilet. Which, it's a toilet reader. You know, it's not like a novel. It's like a you know. It's, yeah. Which one did you get? Pages. Which one did you get? Uh, the, don't ever punch a rock star. Okay, the Danzig the main, one. Yeah, the main one. Yes. Well, he seems to be. He seems to be really doing that other one. The uh, what? Random thoughts or whatever the fuck it's called. Dude's a called? dude's a hustler. No question about. it. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah. I mean, he's got stuff so, on Instagram constantly. He's doing videos. And, every and he's day. got a day job. So yeah, no, he's he's a good dude. I think people. I haven't heard a negative reaction to the episode. I think most people have loved it. That so, was a good episode. He was he, it's, he, it's, he was a great guest. And it's the rare episode where they reached. You know, a lot, we get a lot of people reaching out to us, but a lot of times it's like, eh. but sometimes it's like, ah, I think there's something there. I think there's something there. We should do that. And sometimes I'm wrong. Sometimes there's nothing there. You know. Yeah, we had another band reach out to us today. As a matter of fact, I don't know if you saw the email. Uh, I haven't looked yet. No, yeah. I noticed we got one from our old friend at the label, so we probably should have that band on. Uh, that's who it was. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, we probably should do that. I'm yeah. cool with that. Um, yeah, they seem so, to be popular these days with the kids. Yeah, they do. You know, it's funny. You know, I don't need to love everything. If they're cool people and whatnot, it's all good. Um, so yeah, Neil. So I don't. We don't. Once again, another unnumbered episode. I don't know that we'll ever number an episode again because we're just kind of lost in the weeds at this point. We just number them as we put them out. 
Um, and uh, yeah, hope you've enjoyed the last few episodes. A lot of interviews, some solo stuff, I guess. I think they've been really strong. To be honest, I don't yeah, think we've so had too. a mostly fun and, and a nice variety. You know, record label guys and you know one knockout artists and uh, you know just different different types of you know musicians and stuff. So. Yeah, I've been pretty pleased overall. I have a couple of, uh, I still have a couple like hot ones in the holding tank I want to get to, and then I'm sure we'll probably try to do some stuff to maybe promote T1. You know, it's funny. It's always hard to try to, you know, try to line all this stuff up time-wise is my nightmare. Right. So. Right. No, for sure. So anyway, but so today's episode is largely probably going to be devoted to my trip to Savage Mountain. You haven't really gone to any shows, have you? Um, I haven't. No, I haven't. I haven't been to any in ages. It's funny, like you were saying, July was dead. Um, but I'm looking at the fall. Like, September is crazy. It's insane. As a matter of fact, I had, uh, yeah, I went to that, you know, I went to Milwaukee and I saw two shows in two days, right? I saw Pansy Division, Circle Jerks, Descendants, mm-hmm. Adolescents yep. in two days, plus some other local bands. And then I didn't have anything until this last weekend at Savage Mountain. So I, I think it was seven weeks. Yeah. I well, mean, I yeah. mean, don't get me wrong. We went downtown and watched the, like, uh, took our cooler downtown and watched the bands play, like, Tom Petty songs and stuff. But it's been, you know, like, a, <laughs> yeah. a real show, you know? Yeah, right, 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 right. So, well, no, yeah, go ahead. no, I was just going to say, so give um, anyone that has been hiding under a rock and hasn't heard any of our recent episodes, um, Savage Mountain is what and where? Okay, so Savage Mountain is a small punk festival in western Maryland. The city it's in is called Cumberland. It's an old historic town in the mountains, in the in the Appalachian Mountains, and it's uh, in a town of like eighteen thousand. Hmm. There's a bar where it has a basement. They set up the venue down in the basement, and uh, the hotel's literally like one and a half blocks away. You could pretty much fall to the Ramada from which, the mezzos, which, which you did every night. I'm imagining, well, it's but funny. more I of got, that. I got I got so loose, I was just carrying my beers back and forth. Oh. Wow. I wasn't even worried about it anymore. No At one point on Saturday night, Scott said those cops all over, but they never mess with us. Because I, I don't think it's probably legal to stand out in front of the venue and drink your beer on the sidewalk. But yeah. nobody ever uh, gave us a hard time. So. Oh, well, hmm, interesting. Well, that's because anyway. he's, the, he's the mayor of... Uh, Cumberland, I guess. Right? Jerry. Yeah. Jerry. Well, he actually <laughs> lives in the neighboring city, which we kind of went to for the pool party. But I'll tell you what. You you picked an interesting batch of songs. I'm actually going to let you play a song first, Neil, and then we'll kind of I'll kind of go through the whole weekend and okay, you know, let you know what you want to know because I know you you were really on the brink of coming with us this year. I was, and I I think you would have had a great time. I think it would have about killed you the way it killed us, but well, I wouldn't for been, different reasons. But. I wouldn't have been I wouldn't have been drinking like like you were drinking, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I was going to. I was have been, you know, it's obviously it's a three and a half hour drive from me to you, and then from you to a better, Cumberland. A little, little better than eight hours. Yeah, from you to Cumberland, it was eight. It was. But it was. It was, I eight tell you, hours. it was an easy. It was an easy trip. You know, I mean, we didn't get hit much traffic or anything. I mean, it was just. Hmm. That's good. It, I mean, I, I know it's an eight hour trip, but you know, Scott and I, you know, we're, yeah, we're like, bullshit. you know, yeah. we're kind of each other's psychologists, and we yeah. both had a pretty pretty rough twenty twenty three so far. So. I'm kind of sad I missed it. So no, I would I would have definitely gone, and in fact, I was kind of on the edge right up until the last minute because we didn't know when Lydia was going to be moving to San Diego, and then yep. she pretty much decided last minute she was going to move that Wednesday before. Yeah, and um, 
I could still have done it because we we're not going out there till early September. So I could still have done it, except we are going out there early September, and eight or nine days in San Diego is expensive as fuck. Yeah, and, well, let me tell you something. Your dollar goes a long way in Cumberland, Maryland. But I mean, it's still the hotel yeah, was the no, hotel. You know, I would have dropped five hundred, six hundred bucks or whatever that weekend, That's, probably. I so we, I think we, I think we figured we were in that range, probably maybe yeah. just a smidge under six. Yeah, actually, I might have spent a little more than that because I did. Buy us an official sponsorship. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You so did. that yep. was that was a little piece of change. I don't, I don't and, and once again, you know, I like what they're doing out there, so I don't, I don't mind doing it. I don't think it's like pays for itself in advertising or anything necessarily, but you know, I like being involved with these people. Like I said, they do good stuff. Yeah. Uh, the only bummer of the, for me, and the reason I, I, I think we probably will miss a year at some point, is because it's the same year they have our little Coopersville festival, you know, which is. A kind of a fun little, you know, small town kind of thing, gathering. And mm-hmm. uh, it's always the same weekend, so that's kind of Oh, it's that same weekend? Okay. But, so it's good and bad. It's good because it, my wife's sort of distracted with that stuff. She hardly misses me. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, I understand. And, yeah. But it's also, you know, it's, it's kind of a bummer. It's a, you catch up with old friends and, you know, local, people who moved out of town come back and stuff, and it's, it's kind yeah. of fun. Big car show. You'd have loved it, man. It used to be like... Real fifties theme it used to be Del Shannon theme, but Del somehow theme, yeah. somehow the city pissed off Del Shannon's family, so they like can't use his name anymore. Oh, that's a shame. So yeah. Anyway, so uh, tell us about the, how you your songs. Yeah. So I was gonna anyway. I was gonna go, but then I decided I can't drop six hundred when I'm about to probably drop like four thousand, five thousand to go <laughs> yeah, to go exactly. to San Diego for a fucking week. So um, so yeah. So but anyway. You, you told me, you know, the list of bands was great, and the cheats. Some uh, Todd has been on the show before, obviously yep. from Pittsburgh, yep. and um, you were telling me they had a uh, an album or a CD that's just a compilation of all songs by different artists, and yep. I was like, oh, that sounds fairly interesting. It's like so twenty one songs to celebrate their twenty one years or something like that, right? Yeah. So I downloaded it, and it's fucking excellent. Yeah, they, great. They've got he's got excellent taste. Um, like the first like six songs that knock it out of the park so yeah i am gonna play it's pretty much actually almost like the first four or five songs but i'm gonna play the original versions of these songs because people might not know that sheets cover okay yeah. so um the first song up i'm gonna play tonight is by the joneses and this is the classic pillbox No. 
All right, that was uh, the Joneses with Pillbox, which you probably all know, I'd imagine, but maybe not. That it's is a great song. from one of those BYO comps. Is it someone got their head kicked in, or is it the other one? Something to believe in. I think it's the first one. Okay. Yeah, but obviously the Joneses had an album and stuff like that. I, you know, I don't yeah, know much funny. about they, they them. Yeah, it's funny. I would say they they seem like kind of one of those flash in the pan bands, but that song has definitely had some lasting appeal. Yeah, I mean everybody seems to know them. Um, or at least know that song, right? They had a everyone's class. trying to keep, everyone's trying to keep up with them, Neil. Which was the uh, that was their classic album, Keeping Up with the Joneses, right? Oh, was it really? From, oh, yeah, I'm from nineteen eighty six. Probably goes for like six hundred bucks now. Uh, <laughs> uh, Thirteen for sale from two of twenty five dollars. Um, oh, that's not bad. Classic Hollywood or from Los Angeles, right? Hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah. So yeah, Pillbox, great song. Huh. So. So we so you know so it's quite a hike. So the festival is three consecutive nights. The first year we went, it was three consecutive nights plus a Saturday matinee, and we only went to Friday night and Saturday night. We skipped the Saturday matinee so we could explore the city, and we missed Thursday. Which that Thursday, that first year we went, was killer. It was like Phoenix Termites, Jasons. I remember off the top of my head, and it was it was some good stuff. So we've been going to all three days, and this day on Thursday, the Ravagers were headlining, so we definitely wanted to catch them. It's my first time seeing them. Have you just you just saw them the one time in Chicago, Neil? Yes, just the one time when they played with Susie Moon, indeed. Yep. So they're from Baltimore, about a two-hour two-hour drive out. So there's a lot of Baltimore bands, a lot of Pittsburgh bands. That's about two hours out. Uh, D.C. is pretty close. Um, even New York's not terrible. but um, So, yeah, we wanted to be there for Thursday. Um so yeah, we had a great trip. Left about eight a.m. or so, which is kind of a bummer, right? Because that first night you're pretty tired when you, by the time you ride in the car for eight hours and then go watch bands for like five hours or whatever. But uh, I can't remember who the first two bands well, hold, were. Hold on, hold on a second, hold on a second. No, tell yeah. us, tell us about the journey. Like, where did you stop off and stuff like that? So you left, you left uh, Grand Rapids. I mean, uh, yeah, basically, basically, you shoot across. You know, we're on the west side of Michigan. You shoot across Michigan. You go through Ohio. Then you actually have to go th- get on the you, so you go through the Ohio Turnpike and then you go to the Pennsylvania Turnpike. You're basically getting screwed every st- every step of the way, as far as tolls and that kind of stuff goes. But uh, yeah, and then we go to it's in it's in Maryland, obviously. And uh, so, what time did you I, leave? What time did you leave in the morning? We left about eight, a little after eight. I think we got there. We, you know, we stopped. We had a decent meal at a bar with a couple beers for lunch. Where late lunch? Uh, this little. Somerset, this little death town in Pennsylvania, where this bar we go to the same bar every time. It's called Mel's. Oh, you've been to it before? Okay, cool. Oh, dude, yeah. it's it's. I always say I always talk about bars as Hell's Waiting Room. This place is Hell's Waiting Room, and there's you can, you can still smoke in there. Oh boy, but they got decent. They got a decent burger. You know, we drank a couple of uh, I don't know. You know, we can't get um, Yenling in Michigan. Yeah, right. So well, I, I, dude, that's so funny because that's exactly what I'm drinking right now. Let me open one up. So we'll drink that. It's 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 almost like a novelty because you can get it in Indiana. You can get it close by. You just yep. can't get it in Michigan. So I don't remember what we were drinking Yinling or whatever. Uh, we drank a lot of Yinling. We drank a lot of uh, Budweiser. Was what we drank most of. Oh dear. Well, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. But we so it's funny you should talk about the cheats, right? So we get there. We check out the hotel. I think we got there about. Uh, like five. I mean, we, it took like nine hours, you know, with with lunch maybe. So we got there like five, five thirty. We had time. The show started at I don't know six or seven or whatever it was. We had time. We weren't in a big hurry. We actually got there about the time the show started. But you know, we we check into the hotel. 
and uh, you know, put on a fresh coat of deodorant or whatever, then we wander <laughs> over there. And we kind of went up in the back door there and up by the, the, the top level is like a fairly decent bar that nobody seems to go to ever. And the place is called what now? Mezzos. Mezzos, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And Mezzos. I got to tell you, I, I wonder if, if this festival wasn't going on, I wonder if there would have been anybody in there. Wow, really? Huh. Yeah, it's it, or maybe maybe the regulars stay away this weekend. I don't know. But I, this place is just seems because they don't seem like they'd love having it that much <laughs> What's and you that? Think, the you staff think you bring 200 friendly? people 200 hard drinking people in it yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. big money so yeah we kind of sneak in the back and who should be sitting at the bar Neil uh, Todd Sheet Todd Sheet this <laughs> is Thursday they're not playing until Saturday <laughs> so yeah he was there all weekend his his girl I don't know if it's his wife or his girlfriend or what but it was having some had some you know like not too serious but so was having some health stuff so she wasn't able to come mm-hmm. so Todd was there by himself and I'm just like oh man this is a recipe of disaster I remember the last time Todd and I started buying each other beers but because Todd, Todd is a Todd is a big boy he's a big boy and he's a big yeah. drinker and yeah. he's he's he's, he's the, you know I honestly of all the people there you know I talked to Jerry a lot I talked to Talked to a lot of people. Uh, you know, we met a few friends over there. But uh, Todd's, Todd's an awesome dude. I can't say enough good things about him. Just the nicest guy. It's like, uh, and I think it'd be the same for you. You know, it's just like I knew him my whole life. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, I mean, I've, know, I've texted him a few times, and he just says he seems like a yeah a diamond. He's, you yeah. know, he's he's a he's a bright guy. He's a rock and roller, but he's mm-hmm. you know he's a well spoken guy. Um, so that was that was actually kind of interesting because. There was a lot of Pittsburgh folks there. So, you know, our last solo episode, I don't know if it'll come up before this or I don't know what order they'll come out in because everything's such a cluster right now. We talked about the anti-flag thing. So, you know, I was able to talk to a lot of people from Pittsburgh, and it's funny. I don't know if it's a situation of kick a man when he's down or what, but I don't sense a lot of love for the locals for that band necessarily. I think for a lot of different reasons, right? Um well, and it's not like, and like, I'm not, I'm not indicating that Todd cheats anything bad or anything like that because I was just talking about him, so I don't want to make it seem like I'm throwing him under the bus or anything. But yeah, a lot of people I talk to, they, they seem like they either weren't shocked by what happened or that they weren't just Sad. that big yeah. of supporters of the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems. Like, I mean, everything that comes out about him is that despite their anti-capitalist stance or whatever, they were complete fucking businessmen and they were like they wanted their money and all that kind of shit, right? Well, so, that's always the great thing, right? You hear it's gonna be like the casualties, like we want to destroy capitalism. Well, come play for free then. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have to exist within this corrupt system. Well, okay. Well, then what are you gonna do? Uh, but I think they probably made a pretty good living. You know, I doubt they're, like, real wealthy, but, you know, they probably make a, a white-collar living doing that band. Yep, for sure. Yeah. And there's just not many bands doing that. So, anyway, but no, so, yeah, I talked to Todd a lot. And uh, that's what tends to happen when you first get there, like, the first day. So, like, the first couple of bands are kind of a blur. Do you want me to pull up and the? Uh, do you want me to pull up the lineup so you can I, remember I, I who was playing? And okay. it's not even that I was, you know, and I just started drinking, you know? Well, you've been so eight, 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 being eight hours in a car, that can sometimes dull your senses a little bit. Yeah. Well, they needed to be dulled a little bit. Like I said, it's been a, <laughs> been a tough, been a tough, been, month, been a tough not, summer. Not been a great year. Um, I shouldn't even say that because there's been some great moments of the year. But, um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, let, me, let me see who played. The first band I remember playing was Defiant Brood, which kind of like a horror punk band, female fronted. Any Did good? Not, did not do much for me. I gotta say, I thought the band was really good. The singer, eh. um, I hate to. Ah, she see, I don't want to be mean. I just, it just wasn't for me. Just that's, well, that's fine. Her. I mean, that's fine. Not everything well, has to be for everybody. The, the guitar player, one of the guitar players, was in like a, several bands over the course of the evening. I thought he was, or course, 
course of the weekend. I thought they were, he was quite good. I just this, eh, it just didn't do much for me. That was the first one I remember really paying attention to. The next one after that was called Ghost Road from West Virginia, and that I liked them quite a bit. Okay. I thought they were real good. Um, what did you pull it up or no? I, I'm, I'm uh, no, I, I didn't. But I can't. I, I have it. Like I have it somewhere. Like I think two watts or something like that, or I don't know. Silly band names. Hold on, I might. Have, I might have written it down when we were interviewing. There was one called um, All Out Loud, and there was one called The Do Watts. I think I don't know. There was a couple changes last minute. Not, do, yeah, Do okay. So first night. Yeah, I wrote it down as he was speaking to us. So the first night was Do Watts, All Out Loud, Defiant Brood. Defiant Brood was like the horror punk female yep. fronted. Ghost Road. Yep, Ghost Road was like I said, West Virginia really, really got really dug that. First two kind of blend together. They were kind of more like a classic punk, though. I remember kind of, if I'm not mistaken, and I might have maybe taken a little bit. They played like a bunch of cool like covers, and then they like got into their own stuff towards the end. I'm like, dude, you got to pace this better. You got to save some of those. You know, you can't blast out you know Black Flag and Descendants and then get into your own stuff. You got to kind of mix it up a little bit. Yeah, you know? for sure. Yeah, no, that's that, that's very true. Um, Rebelmatic. So, okay, so Ghost Road played, right? And then I think, was Rebelmatic supposed to play after them? Yeah, yeah. Rebelmatic was supposed and to play there. And they were late. They were running late. Oh, boy. So Jerry's band, the Downstrokes, actually jumped up and played like a 10, 15-minute set. Well, and then they ended up showing up. So Rebelmatic are these uh, four black dudes from New York City who play an interesting sort of... It, it'd be like Rage Against the Machine if Rage Against the Machine were black guys, I think. Okay. So that so kind of rock kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, and, and the thing is, I thought they were great live. I really don't know if it would work in my living room. Okay, that's true. You know what I mean? Yep. I don't know if I'm going to sit there and let's do it at the house, but I thought they were good, very entertaining, good showmen. And they went on right before uh, Ravagers. Yeah, headlining that, was, was, uh, headlining that night was Ravagers, right? Who were so obviously friends was, of the show. At one point, I saw Todd go back and talk to Ravagers. I'm like, oh, you got to introduce me to Alex. You got to introduce me to Alex. But at that point, it was getting pretty sloppy. <laughs> and not so sloppy seconds. So it's probably better that I didn't. So I actually did not end up meeting Alex. Okay. Oh, well. He's a little but guy, said, isn't he? He's a little yeah, dude. Yeah, they're all little guys. And they're all like, uh, you know, they're they're done up to the nines. Yeah. So him, him, him standing next to Todd Sheet should be pretty funny, right? Well, Todd, Todd's another one, though. Todd's always done up. I don't, you know, Todd doesn't No, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about the size of him. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but Todd doesn't leave the house with sweatpants, man. He doesn't go out unless he looks, looks, looks rock and roll, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they're all kind of little guys. They kind of remind me, I mean, they, they have very much the look of like, you know, a lot of the bands that I grew up listening to. They look like, uh, Skid Row in 1987 or something, you know? <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. But, uh, they were, they, they were excellent, man. I honestly can't say enough good things. And I'm going to say my Ravager song, I think for the end, because I have two songs I picked out from Thursday, right? Ghost Road. Road yeah, Ghost Road. Now, do you so think I'll be? Will I be able to get this? You think? Yeah, it's on. It's on. Uh, okay, it should cool. be too hard to find. Yeah, cool. Um, it's on Spotify. I know. I know you don't. I know we can't get anything off Spotify, but I think you won't have too hard of a time finding. I'm sure it's on Bandcamp or something. Um, we. Uh, yeah, it was. You know, you get there on Thursday. And you're going to run it kind of late, and you feel like this needs. So we just we, we were really kind of like drinking fast. Like more than we needed to, so. So what were you drinking? Uh, so, 
The first year we went there, the year to- the year I was drank so much I hallucinated and wandered around the halls. And you're underpants, yes. I was wearing shorts. <laughs> you say shorts, I say underpants, sure. <laughs> they, they were Bless Scott. Pockets. Yeah. Hip pockets. <laughs> um, the, uh, the, the PBR tallways were $2. Okay. Which is stupid, right? So last year they put them up to $4. Single beers are $3. So it's pretty much the same price as everything else. This year they jacked PBR Tallboys up to $5. Oh, bastards. For a 16 ounce and a, a regular 12 ounce Budweiser was $3. So we just drank Budweiser. Hmm. So that's why we drank Budweiser. We drank, you know, we drank a few Coors Banquets. Those were three bucks. A couple of uh, highlights. Those were three bucks. But yeah, the bar downstairs where the bands were playing was stocked with Budweiser. Okay. Budweiser, so, right? Okay. All right. Let's, let's check out. Um, I want to play that a song by Ghost Road because I think I, I think they're a real cool band. Uh, I think they played every year I've been there. Where are they from? West West Virginia. West Virginia. Okay. By God, West Virginia. By God. I don't know, I don't know why they say that. And, you know, the first year we went to Savage Mountain, Scott's got this thing about trying to go to every state. You know, he loves yeah. that stuff. We actually walked across the bridge because West Virginia is literally right on the other side of a bridge across hmm. the river or whatever. So we walked over there, and we went to a bar, and I've never felt less welcome at a bar in my life. <laughs> Did everyone just turn around and stare at you? It was just like, they just, I don't think they would have pissed on us if we were on fire. So we drank one beer, and we left, and now we just don't go to West Virginia anymore. Wow. But anyway, the band was, the band was cool. And we've met a lot of people from West Virginia, though, actually, over there. You know, but So anyway, it's a beautiful state, but it's got some issues, no question. <laughs> so anyway, this is Ghost Road. This song is called Let It Bleed.
Okay, that was Ghost Road from West Virginia with uh, Let It Bleed. Dude, I'm looking on I'm looking on Discogs. Ghost Road have no foothold at all on uh, on Discogs. I don't think they've done any vinyl. Well, they have C- I mean they have CDs as well on Discogs, do, yeah. but you know I don't see Ghost Road at all. But here's uh, the thing: if you're, an, if you're an obscure band, what do you have to do? Go put your own stuff on there. Yeah, maybe, or someone, about, you know, your, your your friend or your wife or whatever will put it on there for you, so at least you have some kind of foothold on here, right? When you go on Discogs, Neil. Yes, sir. And you can't find your variant. Oh, no, I've tried. I, I can't figure out how to do it. <laughs> so that's what I just, I usually will either pick a wrong variant, so yeah, I still that's know what I, I do. in my... Yeah, I pick whatever one is closest. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's annoying, right? I mean, I go on, I have this, I have this uh, Black 77 record. And I have the black, and you go on there, and the pictures of the black, but the variant is like a color, and it's so annoying. Like there's the black, the black variant's not on there, and I uh, anyway, first world problems. Yeah, I don't know how to do it. I I think there's an app for the phone or something you can scan the barcode or something. But yeah, I, maybe I, so, maybe so. I don't know how to do that either. Yeah, but the barcode's probably the same. It's just the color of the variant is different, right? I, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Could be. You know, I Neil, I. You know, we, we made a guest appearance. I've been on it once. And, well, we've both been on it twice, basically, on the Goldmine Record Recon podcast. We have, yes. And I literally took me 25 minutes to get my Zoom to work so I could join the last three minutes of the call. I'll have to listen to, <laughs> yes. I will have to, listen to you guys. Uh, I was very kind. <laughs> no, yeah, well, that's good. I'm, 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 I saw Matt's uh, store, The Record Farm. Uh, made another list of uh, best uh, records in Indiana. Yeah. Which is very nice. The only problem I have with that is I recognize one of the other stores on there, and it's a piece of crap. Oh, interesting. Hmm. That that Orbit Music in Mishawaka. That place sucks. Hmm. But anyway, it's close to Notre Dame. I'm like, I can't believe they don't have a decent college over there. But Or I'm sorry, a decent record store. Like, <laughs> or a oh. decent college as well. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm missing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so Friday, Neil. Well, hold on a second. So it was, okay, so the ravages. So you didn't you didn't get to speak to Alex at all. I did not. No, oh, you know what I did. You know what I did do though, because the hotel's so close. So I bought up everything I wanted. They, they had two before uh, the Badlands LP last year. I want to say uh, Ravagers had two twelve-inch uh, EPs. Okay. They each have they each have six songs on them. Oh wow! So between them, it's a whole a whole other album. Yeah. So I bought both of those. One of them's on Spaghetti Town. It's like a cool green, clear, clear green and black thing. The other one was red. Now that's um, Living in Oblivion and Natural Instinct. Natural Instinct, yes. Okay. Both real cool. Like I said, real nice, uh, real nice package. So I grabbed those. I'm trying to think what else I got. I got a patch from Ghost Road. I got a Ravagers patch. It was funny. The Ravagers, like it, it, you know, like you get a book of matches. Like a, I don't remember what all it was, but uh, yeah, it was it was it was cool, man. So I grabbed that stuff and I took it back to the hotel, so I wouldn't have to tote it around when I'd been drinking pretty heavily, you know. So who was was that? Were they behind the merch booth or like because it, no, it's, 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 it's a pretty small place, right? It's a pretty small place. Well, it's funny they didn't have anybody there for the longest time. Yeah, the stuff was just sitting out. That's pretty common there. Like it's like it's really an honor system, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, uh, yeah, I went I went and finally caught them and. Uh, um. Yeah, some kids, some kids working for him. Not even a kid, but yeah. Okay. So I bought all that stuff at the hotel, and yeah, man, I had a great time watching Ravagers. They probably played, you know, better part of an hour. Probably not quite. You know, it's all short sets, usually like half hour, because you got so many bands. 
Yeah, I think when I saw them, they played for like 35, 40 minutes. It was on yeah, the it was on the small side of Reggie's. And that's, that might have been what it was too. I, yeah. I don't know. I wasn't did, really paying attention. I was just I was right up front, just kind of. Did they play a Dead Boys cover? I don't think they played. No, they did. They played one cover, which I'm going to play here in a few minutes. Okay. Um. So Friday we got up last year on Friday. I think we went to Frostburg. There's like a little record store over there called Yellow K, which is a decent little record store. Um, but this year we decided instead that our best plan of action would be to explore the city via a pub crawl. Okay. A two-man pub crawl, Scott and I. So what time was this? Uh, you know, uh, lunchtime. Because that was one of the things I was being I was concerned about. Because I know you guys probably sleep in, so and I yeah, wake up even on holiday. Yeah. I wake up. Well, I'm you could have walked over and seen like George Washington's cabin or something. <laughs> I'm up at seven, so I'd have been wandering about this town by myself. Well, yeah, it's it's. I, I would say you'd be safe. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, but it's just in damn, Chicago. I'll tell you that. Killing, killing um, time. So yeah, so we went to, so we kind of just walked out to like the furthest bars away, which was like a mile away, and then we just kind of tried to hit one on the way back. Every every one on the way back for like one beer, which of course towards the end turned into two beers a bar. How many bars were there? I don't know, but I believe at this point we've been to every single bar in the town. We actually didn't get to a couple at the end, but we had been to them in previous years. But it's funny, man. You get out towards the outskirts of this town. We went to – so we were having a hard time finding lunch. We went, ended up going to this, like, pizza joint. I had one of the greatest calzones I've ever had in my life. Wow, cool. I think it was called Gianni's or something like that. Oh, man, was it good. It was so ridiculously large. Hmm. I shouldn't have finished it, but I did. Anyway, Scott got one even bigger, and he didn't quite finish it. So, um, we uh, and then we start hitting these bars, and most of them are pretty dumpy, but okay, you know, die mm-hmm. bars like I like. Yep. But we went, we went to one. Oh, and the other thing was there was this this kind of weird blonde woman who was trying to attach herself to Scott. Oh God! <laughs> Excellent. And, she, and it's funny because she went to pee, and the bartender's like, "You need to stay away from her. She's like five five shades crazy or something like that oh jesus we go to the next bar she's there again and then at the three (laughs) bars in a row and uh and it was uh it was pretty amazing honestly i was i was laughing pretty hard she was uh she was not playing hard to get my friend but it was there was uh, i don't i don't think there's any kind of performance going on there from uh, our end of things but uh so yeah, we went to a couple of these bars. You know, went to one. It was fine, but like the woman working, like her daughter was there, and there was like little kids playing in this bar on the floor while we were sitting there drinking. Like, okay, this is early Friday afternoon. You know, nobody's yeah. out of work. Oh, that's true. Except, yeah, yeah, except yeah. for the chronically unemployed that we drank with and the old people. And then we went to this bar, and it was—I can't believe it was open. Right on the edge of the railroad tracks. Railroad tracks are like twenty feet away. And we're drinking there, and I, we walked out, and I said to Neil, or I said to uh, Scott, I said, I've been to a lot of horrible bars in my life. I'd have a hard time, like, listing my top ten worst bars of all time that I've been into, but I guarantee that place is on the list. Wow, is oh, that bad? Oh, my gosh, Neil. It's just unbelievable. Unbelievable. What was so bad about it? It was just, well, for one thing, it was only us in there and the big blonde. <laughs> and the woman working there was in her 80s, and she just... <laughs> it was the shuffle and she talked real quiet and you couldn't hear it, and there was no lights on there it was just it, dude you just and the trains were rolling by outside you just would have had to been there I, I doubt you would have even sat down and had a beer <laughs> it was just it was horrifying and but it wasn't I mean it was we were just laughing about it but can, can you remember what it was called one, what was it called that? you remember what it was called LVs maybe or LZs or something like that 
This is a real working man's place, you know, I'll tell you that. And the woman working there was real sweet. I don't I don't want to disparage her, but she was very old. She took her about 10 minutes to walk one side of the bar or the other. The bar had all these, like, novelty things on it, like a singing Billy Bass and, like, this. Oh, Jesus. It was, dude, it was just, and there's no lights on it. It was so dark. Usually I like a dark bar, but pretty sure there's mostly, it was just, anyway, I, I'm glad we went, but it was just like, oh, my goodness. And the other one we walked up to, it ended up being a private bar. And they're like, oh, yeah, and it was called the Democrat Club. And it's like, oh, you have to be, you know, a member here to get in. This old guy comes in, he's like, you guys are my guests today. Come on in. <laughs> and he's like, just so you know, I'm about the most conservative guy you'll ever meet. <laughs> ever meet. Yeah, you guys are like, yeah, I show you up. <laughs> the Democrat Club. So I think that's a pretty conservative area over there. Anyway, we sit down at the bar, and Scott was next to me. Luckily, the blonde woman was there also and attached herself to him. But I was just sitting there listening to these stories from this 70-year-old guy. It was very funny. I was having a pretty good time. He wouldn't let us buy our own beers. And Oh, nice. Yeah, it was pretty pretty funny. He was telling me about how he was... He looked at his watch. I'm like, you got somewhere to be? And he's like, yeah, I was supposed to visit my wife at 4 o'clock. I'm like, oh, God, this sounds like an awful story, right? He's like, my second marriage, we married 17 years. We never lived in the same house. I'm like, that is a key to your, key to your happy second marriage. <laughs> anyway, it was just the locals, dude. Everybody's so friendly. It's just you know, we, we had a great time talking to these you know, local yahoos, talking to this local garbage man. And we are just, I mean, it was just. You know, I'm, I'm, I got the gift of the gab, obviously. Yes, you do. You're a very, so, you're very social guy, especially when you've been Scott drinking. Does too, and these, it's just these people are very nice, man. I mean, just we. At one point, we went to this kind of nicer bar, and we're drinking our beer, and and it, and we're like, oh, we've had our one time to go. And Scott's like, no, let's get another. I'm like, oh man. And this guy kind of attached himself to us. His name is Ian. He's a nice guy, and he kind of gave us like this guided walking tour of. Like of uh, you know Cumberland, he was hmm. pretty loaded though. He told us the same story about three or four times. Like, oh boy, <laughs> you get that where you're like, oh man, we got to get out of this. We got to we got to escape from this situation. But it was it was cool though. It was fun. He was he was a real nice guy, and uh, no, it was fun. Good times. Well, I think I found that bar, LV's. Yeah, LV's bar, Cumberland, Maryland. Hold on a second. Let me see. It. Let me see if it has any kind of web presence at all. LV's Pub, Cumberland, Maryland. Uh, it's got a gr- oh, it's on Facebook. <laughs> you can like it on Facebook. There you go. Yep, yeah, it does look. Well, pretty, like said, it looks pretty shitty. I'm sure it's a great working man's place, but we went in there at two o'clock in the afternoon, and it was uh, as depressing as anywhere I've ever been in my life. It has a touch tunes jukebox, though, right? There you go, Neil. You can start playing some social <laughs> distortion on there, make the locals go cray cray. For some reason, for some reason, there's a touch tunes jukebox, and it's got like a step ladder next to it. Oh, <laughs> it does know. look like a fucking dive. I don't know. It looks horrible. Yeah. Well, like I said, there's a street and then the train tracks. Yeah. We go out there. There's like a couple old boys working on a car like right on the street. It's just like, oh, boy. Oh, this place looks exceptional. That sign outside looks homemade. <laughs> it does. It looks like it's handwritten. Yeah. And, there's like, and there's like a Pepsi machine outside for some reason. Once again, once again I, 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 the woman running was very, very nice. She and her son owned it. I, it was just like, oh, my goodness. This place is really. Wow. Come, really, ce- come help us celebrate our 23rd anniversary. There you go. Yeah. So there been, you go. Been open so, for a long time. But yeah, so we we hit a bunch of different places of varying, you know, varying degrees of of, of scariness. So. <laughs> All right, so man. but that was that was our Friday during the day, and then we went to the festival. So I'll tell you what, why don't, I'm going to play that other dude. You must, you must have been fucking hammered, surely by this time. You've been uh, well, drinking we were all day. Taking it easy, like I said, we had one beer at each bar, and then we'd walk for five minutes, ten minutes, you know. So that's about twelve beers so far. <laughs> I, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Dude, I, I, w- I would say we probably had mm, 25 to 30 beers a day. 
Okay. Well, there but you no go. Li- no liquor or anything. Oh, I guess fine then. Just twenty-five just beer. beers. <laughs> just a case. <laughs> just a case of just a case of beer a piece. It's fine. Well, it's funny Thursday night. You know, it's like oh, we're going for the road. We grab one. We walk across the parking garage. There's this giant parking garage in this city, and not one car in it because they don't need it. I don't know why they built this thing, but we had to go around it to go to the Vegas Hotel. Hmm. So we just carried our beers with us, and I woke up Saturday morning, and I had not even got to the label. <laughs> So we shouldn't do that again tomorrow night. That was really stupid. Friday night, grab another beer, wake up Saturday morning, barely down to the label. Anyway, live and learn, Neil. Live and learn. I'm only, I'm only 50. I'm still a young man. What do you mean barely down to the label? What do you mean? I mean, I had like two sips of it and then passed out. You know. Oh, like, gotcha. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Wake up with like a full beer on the nightstand, you know? Oh, I've seen you do that before at my house one time. You came over and we'd been out somewhere and you were like sitting on the couch listening to music. Have another beer. That would be great. And then you fell asleep with the beer in your hand. There you go. You probably never spilled it either. <laughs> no, you, you didn't. You didn't. That's true. That's true. All right, so, so what are you going what? to play? Let's play that other Ra- uh, the Ravager song. So this is a cover of somebody. I'm not even sure. And we did we determine it's from the class Newcomb High, the movie? Um, I would imagine. Let me see if I can find anything about it. Hold on a second. Anyway, they, this is a, I know this is not an original song of theirs, but they close with it. It's like they're closing tunes, so... It's just Ravagers. It's from I don't know which. It's it closes one of those EPs I just bought. It's on it's on Natural Inst Natural Instinct is what it's from. So I think from it's their first one, right? 2015. Um, hold on one second. Talk amongst yourselves. Mm-hmm. Written by Newcomb High. Written by Ethan and the Coop. Whoever Ethan and the Coop. Good old is. Ethan and the Coop. Yes, I yeah. love them. Yes, it so was. Check- it was from. It was recorded from the soundtrack to the cult classic Class of Newcomb High. There you go. Yeah. So this is Ravagers with Nukem High. Brand new 
All right, that was uh, obviously our friends' ravages with uh, Newcomb High. Hopefully, they're going to be doing something new soon. Because they had, yeah, to, you I would have asked. You know, I certainly would have asked them that if I would have, you know. Yeah, if you had your word with all about you, if you went, yes, hammered. If I'd have come through for the team. Yeah, but no, that's well, good. Funny, but they, they should like do a, though. They have like a green room there, Neil. If the year ever comes where you and I both go, mm-hmm. we're gonna like set up a computer in the green room. We could do like a live. We could like live feed. interview people. Yeah, I, maybe maybe not put them out live, but we could stitch together a fun episode. I think. Yeah, and the reason I say they should put something out again soon is because I mean, Badlands was. Was that our best album from last 2021. year? 2021. 2021? 2022. I'm sorry, it was last year. Yeah. But, I mean, the album only had 10 songs on it. Well, so it, it had not been like, in the can for a while, I think. Yeah, right? it had. It had. Because we we interviewed him. Uh, twenty. It must have been 2021, right? Um, so, you know, for a man that's been around so a while. So it 2021? Dude, I'm getting very confused. No, it was last year. It was our favorite album. Right? Oh, uh... No, it was uh, fucking hell. He was, he was. <laughs> and we should be able to remember that. What's the matter with us? No, it was last year. That was our favorite record last year. It was. Okay, well there we go. Anyway, uh, but yeah, it's well, it's funny too because I'm buying these twelve inches, going, man, it's twenty bucks for six songs, you know, and then you buy a Harker album, it's got eighty six songs on it for twenty bucks or whatever. Yeah, but it's the time. But they're longer. Right? They're, yeah, they're three, yeah, like three minute songs. Or yeah. But uh, anyway, no, and I've only listened to them each once because I have so much stuff that to listen to right now. But no, I, I very much enjoy them. I was glad to pick one up. Glad to get them some gas money down the road to the next stop. So they were ten bucks a piece. Twenty. Oh, twenty bucks a piece, dude. They're LP. I mean, they're twelve inch records. But they still. We sell a twelve inch record. I mean, seven inches are ten bucks now. I guess, I guess you're right. I just think of it. Yeah, I guess. Sure. I know it's an EP. It's kind of like fifty yeah. bucks would have been cool, but yeah, whatever. It's fine. They're on tour. Yeah. Dude, Super Super Sucker's thirty bucks, but then we'll get to them. We'll get to them in a minute. So Friday night, y'all. Friday night, uh, Lousketeers were supposed to open. They're like a female fronted pop punk band. They kind of play every year, and uh, we uh, we had a brief flirtation with having them on, like when the show first started. But we had sort of a yeah. There was some kind of issue with that, wasn't it? They, they wanted to all come on at once, and we're just like, it just doesn't work. It's just it's too much of a mess. Yeah. So even though I think only the girl really talks. Well, it makes sense, yeah. Of yeah. the three of them. Yeah. But anyway. So they um, didn't play at all? Well, no, they played second because, like, uh, Middle Age Brigade, which is the band that Ronnie of the famous Pool Party sings for, wasn't able to play for whatever reason. So this other hardcore band, I think called, like, Combustion or something like that, hmm. okay. ended up playing. And I walked down there right as they were finishing. I'm like, oh, this is badass. It's like a real heavy, like a real chunky hardcore thing. But it was just like their final ending. <laughs> It's just like that, you know, thank you and good night kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Then the last tears play, and they, you know they're pretty consistently good. It's not really my thing necessarily style wise, but uh, so what? So what time do they? Um, what time does it start? Was it like six or something? Maybe seven on Friday. Okay, I was Friday. We're still talking Friday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I'm just getting, we're just getting in from the bar. Well, the other, the other brilliant thing we did, and I, I don't know, I think we did this every day. We'd go back to the hotel, and I would set my timer for like 15 or 20 minutes, and we'd just take a little snooze. <laughs> yeah. And it makes a lot of difference, man. Oh, it that does, 15, for sure. That 15, yeah, yeah. 20 minute power nap. Yeah. Especially when you're up till, you know, 2 o'clock every day. So now I have to pull the lineup up again because I don't remember who plays after. I got it. I got it. Sergeant Skag. Okay, Sergeant Skag. I, I, I should probably apologize to these guys, but we saw. Oh, that's Scar. Are they Scar? We saw them setting up all their saxophones, and we oh, just left. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was yeah. so many saxophones. 
you know, I'm not, I'm not a big ska person. Uh, people like it. I, I don't, I, I, I don't judge them very harshly for it. It's just not for me. So well, yeah, we, we, uh, we build on that. How do they fit uh, all those people on the stage? It's a tiny it's, stage, right? It's pretty tight. Yeah, it's pretty tight. They do it. I was kind of watching from above. You kind of have to stagger. So what happens? So you can still watch the bands while being down there. Uh, if you go out in the street, there's a big window right behind the stage that faces the street. I mean, you can see everything excellent. Yep. So, and then you don't have to, you know, you can watch those people playing those saxophones, but you don't have to hear them super loud. Yeah, I mean, I, I must admit, some of the photographs I saw, or at least of some of the early bands, there was like, no, didn't appear to be anybody there. Uh, I don't think anybody, in, in years past, I've seen some of the early bands play for very, very sparse crowds. I think every band played for a pretty decent crowd that I saw, even the, or even even the early bands. Okay, maybe there was just nobody right around I the mean, stage. It's, you know, maybe that's I mean, what it's, it was. It's a small festival, Neil. I bet you the cap's a couple hundred. Okay. I mean, it's not like it's you know, it's not Madison Square Garden or something. It's not Riot Fest. Now, is it like ball, is it like stage to the front and like ball to the left or something? Yeah, if you're looking at the stage, there's a big window behind on the road. Your bar's on your left, and it, the room kind of shoots out like in an L shaped. So there's like a separate area for the merch. Oh, okay, gotcha. Makes sense. Which All works right, out cool. pretty good. Cool. Works out pretty good. Yeah. All right. So, so Sergeant Skag was a bust. Okay. I, I skipped him. Who's next? Houston and the Dirty Rats. Okay, these guys were. I gotta say, one of the pleasant surprises of the thing. I actually bought both their seven inches. Check this out, Neil. They had two seven inches and a flexi. Okay. I, I Hopefully they it. were giving the flexi away. I hope. No, five bucks. I, I skipped it. Yeah, no shit. Um, but uh, I bought both their seven inches. They were really great. Uh, trio, uh, the guitar player, real charismatic kind of frontman. Uh, really good band. I was I was real impressed with them. Um, he he kind of reminded me of that of Taylor from the Lippies that just passed away recently. Hmm. But anyway, they were they were really good because he had the like the pork pie hat on. I, just, I don't know. It was just. Uh, they were real cool. They were actually a really pleasant surprise because I, I, you know, these bands with a too long of a name, I tend to kind of like, eh. Yeah. But uh, no, Houston and the Dirty Rats are from New Jersey, and they were real cool. What kind so, of stuff were they playing? Just basically punk. I mean, straight up punk. They start. I think they said they started really young, like when they're in high school. They've been at it for like ten years or only in mid twenties. So hmm. yeah, they have. Looks like they have four. At least on Discogs, they have four seven inches. Well, I bought two of their seven inches, and they were pretty good. So. Hmm. Um. Who's next, Neil? Uh, uh, okay, hold on. Let me find that again. Houston Daily Reds. Uh, Royal Honey. So Jerry sold these guys as like a New York Dolls. I thought they were more like a Steelheart. I thought they definitely gave off more of a hair metal kind of vibe. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, they were they were all right. I was still kind of half upstairs, but I came down when they were finishing up, and they had this really killer like uh, medley of, uh, what was it? It was Viva La Revolution and... Maybe a Clash song or something. I can't remember what the other song was, but hmm. uh, they, were, they, they had a real strong ending. I'll tell you that they were kind of kind of fun from Pittsburgh. So, so you went upstairs, what to get something to eat or something? Yeah, just talk, probably talk to somebody or whatever. Okay, cool. Too loud down there, really socialized, you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So they, they, yeah, they're okay. I, I, I think you got to squint a little bit to call them a punk band, but yeah, whatever. Okay, so next was Doc Rotten, I believe. Doc Rotten killed it, man. They yeah, the good, aren't they? Really friendly. I can't good. say enough good things about this guy. Well, I met AJ before the show. Yep, and they're super friendly as well, aren't they? Oh, super yeah, friendly. yeah. It's like, yeah. Well, once again, like, we know each other our whole lives, and we talked to him. You and I have talked to him a little bit yep. since, a, since after that. Um, I got to tell you, man, this guy, they really got it together. Um, you know, I met, of course, afterwards, 
once again, the Scott band gets screwed. So I watched him play. We had a great time. He gave me a T-shirt. I had both the records, so I didn't anybody buy. I got a patch, a T-shirt, and some stuff. And uh, just had a great time talking to AJ. I got that picture of them. Their backdrop is like this giant pair of tidy whities with shit stains on it. <laughs> oh, that's what that is. I was wondering what, what you, that was. What you think it was? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it, it looked like tidy whities, but I don't remember that being their backdrop. So. Well, I mean, that's what it was now, and it, you know, it says background on it. And uh, so I, I got a, you know, I, I had, they held it up, but I got a picture of them in the, like the backstage area. So, and then later, uh, so after them, the headline then it was a pie tasters, another. Uh, uh, ska band from New York, which you know, I once again they're kind of a top tier ska band. They're they're pretty decent. I heard a couple songs I thought were pretty cool, um, but we I basically stood outside and BS with the crowd guys. So was it was that was the crowd um, into the pie tasters? Though was there a lot of, oh, a lot of yeah, people yeah. there crowd, just for them? Crowd loves, no, crowd loves their ska, no question. Yeah. Okay. So but I definitely think that Friday, that Friday, the breakout bands, like I said, Houston and the Dirty Rats and and. Uh, Doc Rock. And Doc Rock just yeah. absolutely stole the show. So what did you think of that? Once that, again, I like what I like. You know, it's, it's yeah. preference, right? So what do you think of that new Doc Rotten frontman? He's really good, isn't he? He's a really good frontman for the band. Yeah, yeah, he is. Well, so so they had a singing guitar player. They were four-piece. And he they had to kick him out or he left or whatever. So now they have a separate singer and guitar player. So yeah, they're five-piece. Both guitar players are great. Um, yeah, you know, like I said, we had three of them on the podcast, right? AJ, the drummer, who... I tell you what, man, they give that guy a lot of responsibility for a drummer. Usually you don't let your drummer do anything. You know, right, you barely, right, barely yeah. even trust him to move his own equipment. Uh, so AJ and then I think it's Andrew. Is Andy. Andrew the yeah, it's Andy. Andy, yeah. the tall, yeah. skinny guitar player. Yep. And then Robbie, the bass player. Those three were on with us, and they were all real nice. And then they have the new guitar player, so he's real cool. And they have the singer who, yeah, is just, you know, natural front man, right? Yeah, really good front man, really very, good. Yeah, very yeah. charismatic. So yeah, you know, no, they were they were great. You know, once again, I mean, I, they probably played a little over a half hour, around a half hour. Or so, did they play stuff off both albums? They did. Yeah, they did. So what what amazed me about them when I again I just saw them the one time in Chicago, but I, like you said on the podcast with us, they were totally goofy, just joking mm-hmm. about the whole time. They were fucking funny. And then when I met Andy and AJ before the gig. They were the same way. They were just goofy as hell and funny mm-hmm. as hell. So you think, oh, it's going to be kind of sloppy. But they are tight and professional as hell. Yep. They, are, they are completely the opposite when they're on stage. They're all business when they're yep. on stage. Um, it's, uh, yeah, they're great. They're really, the really good. the thing about them, if you remember, you know, for them being out with us, they had no idea what they were doing. They're entirely, you know, they they're, they're, they did everything the hard they, they They've gotten where they've gotten because they worked their butts off. So Yeah. Exactly. Yep, all, all love and respect to those guys. So yep. we're gonna go ahead. And Did you buy anything them. from them? Did you buy anything? Um, no. I said he gave me a T-shirt. I have both the records. Um, it's funny because he could not find me a two X. He's like, get a little fat, or I'll get you a three X. I'm like, you know what, dude, it'd be fine. I wore, <laughs> I've been wearing that three X. I'm like, oh man, that might be my new size. It's very comfortable. Very oh, comfortable. We're like a moo moo. Pretty much. <laughs> so yeah. It's, so but no, I I. I and well, it turns out that was like the only T-shirt you could find that would fit my, be like a boat tarp, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've been probably wearing my Doc. I wore my Doc Rotten shirt to see uh, Sick of It All and Life of Agony the other night. So nice, nice. Yeah. So no, they, they, yeah, they were real cool. So that was it was cool, cool meeting those guys, hanging out with those guys. So okay. So you're, we're going to celebrate Doc Rotten by you playing a song by a different band. When, by a completely play? different band, yeah. So this was, I think this this is the second track off that Cheats album. Uh, the song is called Young and Dumb, and it was originally by an all-female band called the Bobby Teens. 
Bobby who've got like a we've got like a 50s girl biker kind of chic huh. going on they were like late 90s early 2000s and I actually i actually have two cds by them which is how i know huh. this song um because i i really like that it so does yeah not ring a bell with me that's yeah. right um but yeah so this is the bobby teens with young and dumb <laughs> Bobby Teens there with Young and Dumb. And they released like three albums. They're good. They're all good. They're kind of like a, a more rock and roll version of... Uh, who was that old girl Ramones kind of cool band from back oh, then? Oh, the Donnas? The Donnas, yeah. They're almost like a 50s version of the Donnas or something. Very so similar. Like a, comp, like a competent version of the Shags. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we're an up-to-date version of the Shangri-Las or something. Yeah, we can play were guitar. You, were, you, were you a Donnas fan? Uh yeah yeah I have their first couple of CDs they were they were fine what they did didn't someone yeah, say though they, that they I got like three other things two or three or four they're on CD didn't someone uh, say they don't they didn't actually play their own stuff or something didn't I hear that recently I don't know they played live a lot yeah. I don't, I don't oh know. they didn't maybe it was they didn't write their own songs maybe no, that you're was thinking it. Molly I don't remember <laughs> they can't play a lick yeah I I don't I never saw them okay well and anyway well, you know they had a major label deal for a while right they put out some albums I don't remember who who was with but. They were they were they were set to be the next big thing. They had like a their music was in a TV commercial or something. Yeah, easy on the eyes, Neil. Easy on the eyes. Were they though? 
Oh. Uh, a couple of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a couple of rough-looking <laughs> ones. I don't know well, about that. Takes all types, you know. All types. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway, I mean, where are you going to find a good-looking female bass player? I mean, it's going to be real difficult, right? Um, they did clean up a lot towards the end, it looks like. Yeah. Yes, they did. Um, no, they, they, they were fun. I, I agree. I mean, they were kind of bubblegummy, right? But they were good. They were cool. Yeah. Um so okay so after the gig finishes after the after the well okay so you didn't stay for um whoever the fuck that was jesus oh, Christ. no no we were there Pie the tasters. oh you were oh no no we were there we were so, there until the music was done so did you it's probably pushing two o'clock in the morning both the first two nights back to the hotel one, back to the least. hotel or do you hang out talking to people no we just said we had back okay i can't remember if those guys some of them were staying you know like I said, Ronnie of the pool party, who we're going to talk to next. I know he puts he puts people up at his house. Uh, most of the musicians stay at the Ramada because it's cheap. But there's that nicer nicer hotel. So there, I can't remember what Doc Rodden was doing. But I mean, it, the idea it sounds great to like stay up and hang out with those guys, drink some more beers. But we we were just I couldn't even stay up to finish my beer I bought on my way out the door. You know? Sure. Yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. 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 But yeah, and like I said, we'd had a long day, and then you know, rolling to Saturday. And it's the same, the same thing. Like this, like the pool party starts at noon officially. So you woke so, up. You woke up and went straight to the pool party. Now is that in the same town or is it like we actually area? went and grabbed some lunch first so that we wouldn't be pigs at the pool party. We had a yeah, light yeah, lunch. Yeah, yeah. A couple of Coney dogs. There's a pretty decent Coney Island Coney uh, hot dog place there. Um, but it's yeah. So it's it's Ronnie and Jackie who uh, are. I don't know if Jackie's on the board. I think Jackie's on the board too of the Savage Mountain Punk Arts, and uh, they just have this, you know, beautiful home up in the mountains of the big old saltwater pool, and uh, they open their home to I don't know eighty or a hundred degenerate, stinky punk rockers. Wow, amazing! So, and, and it's, how it's long of a drive was it out of town? Oh, maybe 10, 10 minutes, fifteen minutes, or you know, real close. But it's through the mountains. I'll tell you what, I would I could never find it. Mm-hmm. Like. No GPS. Or I'll tell you what. That's one thing. Scott is fantastic, man. At directions and stuff. Scott's well, like a his human. Truck has got everything under the sun too. I don't know. He's going to be very good for very long because this thing's going to make his brain soft. You get used to the technology, you know. But when he comes to Chicago, even he's going to me. You know, take the left here, left here, right yeah. here, right here. He's he's, yeah, he's good, man. Small. He's good. Yeah. yeah. No, he is a good navigator. I agree. Um, and we we take turns, you know driving and i let him navigate and i drive but when he's you know his new truck like i said it's got so much it's got like aerial view this thing's got i mean it's got like uh like if traffic in front of you stops it like it will break for you oh my my new car does that it's crazy it? yeah i don't like it i don't like it either it's but scott's like... car isn't for lesbians neil <laughs> oh fuck you oh. it's got a full-size full-size band truck <laughs> fuck you you transphobe <laughs> yeah. fascist i don't know you know, Neil, I went and saw, I was, once again, I've referenced this twice now, but I, and we talked about it the other day with Ricky a little bit. Um, I went and saw uh, Sick of It All and Life of Agony. So I love Sick of It All, man. Great band. The guys are in their 50s. They're one of the best hardcore bands going. They're just so energetic. Mm-hmm. But the band that actually played last, Life of Agony, they, they had some kind of hits in the 90s. But So I saw them with their original singer, once or twice and then i saw him they, they, he left the band and they got a new singer i saw him with them once or twice now they have the original singer back but he's a she oh boy okay and it was but it's funny because boy you could take the uh that he he she still talks like she still talks like a new york dude hmm. she's like i'm glad you're not acting like a bunch of pussies and she's this little 
it was it was weird, man. It was real weird because the voice is like still. Yeah, but, you yeah. Know, no, I get I, it. Yeah, I guess, yeah. I guess the thing is, she's under no obligation to make herself super feminine to please me. It was just like, it was just like, uh, it wasn't much of a. It just, it just had kind of long hair pulled back. Like you wouldn't have guessed necessarily that this was. Uh, I, I don't know. Once again, no, yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 yeah. I, she I, I, makes her, she I makes her happy, but it was a little weird. It's a little weird because that's you know that's like against me. Is that same situation? And I still love that band. I don't know. I don't even think they're a band anymore, but. But uh, you know, it was a little weird at first. I don't, I don't know Life of Agony at all. I know the name, but I don't know any. I couldn't name a single. You wouldn't song. like them, yeah. I didn't think so. Um, I wasn't really looking forward to seeing them much either. But I actually thought they were. I was. I, I dug it quite a bit. I mean, I'm not going to probably go out and. I have a couple of their albums on CD. I'm not going to probably go out and buy you know spend a bunch of money on vinyl or something. But it was it was all right. Hmm. Anyway, anyway, so Saturday, yeah, we got up and. We, Last year, I think they got pizzas and they had pierogies and there was tons of food, coolers of beer. I mean, it's just they provide everything. Are you actually going in the pool or is everyone just standing around? So last year, we didn't bring swimsuits and we stopped at like the Family Dollar and I bought like this $2 pair of like shorts that wouldn't have worked. So I'm glad I didn't. We didn't end up going in last year. (laughs) You're a champ, man. You're a champ. (laughs) Well, we didn't have our suits. So this year, we brought our suits. Yep. And we went in. Yeah, no, we went in the pool. It was great. Um, Stole a couple of freaking towels and from the hotel. Brought them back, by the way. And uh, yeah, we. Uh, so they had this year. They had it catered. Oh wow! Shit. It was amazing. The food was fantastic. Um, we're just drinking beer. Todd was there. Uh, another guy I always love to catch up with that I saw was that he, he showed up on Saturday. Is uh, Alex, the singer from Submachine. Okay. Had a good long talk with him about anything and everything. Another, once again, a really bright guy, man. Has has really. Uh, we should have him you know, on the well, show. You've, you've mentioned him numerous yeah, yeah, times. No, I, I definitely will, and I talked to him about it again. You know, and I he definitely would, and he can talk on pretty much any topic, honestly. Hmm. Um, and you know, another Pittsburgh guy, blue collar guy. You know, um, so yeah, I talked to him quite a bit. You know, kind of talked about you know, if submachine was going to go on or whatever, and you know, they're kind of up in the area, but, um, but no, it was good talking to him. Um, and yeah, it, and there's just people we run into year after year. Like I said, Ronnie, Ronnie, and Jackie, are just excellent hosts. Just, it's just, dude, I got to tell you, it's just, you would love it, man. It's great. I mean, I know you're, Pasty English skin can't take much sun. But, such you know, a liar! So you full of shit. Some kind of arrangements for that, but so full of shit. <laughs> but no, it was, it, was, it was that was a lot of fun. It's always fun, and it's just you know. Did any of the bands play? Not at the party. No. Okay, so they were just but playing music as I mean, okay. Okay. Uh, the night before Friday, yeah, Friday night, I met Tony Urba. My name might not ring a bell to you. I'd never, I'd never met him before. Um, He's kind of like a Cleveland hardcore guy, real well-known. Sang for a band called Fuck You, Pay Me that I love. I heard you've heard me talk about them. Yep. Uh, played bass for Nine Shock Terror and all these other, just just a real well-known guy around the scene. And it's always cool to meet him. Little little wiry dude. No matter of fact, when he was playing bass on Saturday night, his Rickenbacker logo was about as big as he was, but he was owning it. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, that was, as a matter of fact, he might. Be, I think he'd be an interesting one to have on, too. Um even though I don't know that, you know, speaking like that is something they're super comfortable with, but we'll see. I think it'd be good. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, we went to the party, and then, you know, the band started, I think, at 6 on Saturday, because there's so many bands, like nine bands. So, um, yeah, I think we kind of got out at, like, 4, 4.30. Same thing, went back, and, you know, 
Uh, but the food was great. I said, once again, raving about the fact I talk about the food, but the food was great. Drinks were great. Neil, there's a beer over there that I'd never had before, and I always wanted to try, and I was able to try it at the party. Have you ever heard of National Bohemian? Yeah, Nutty Bo. Yeah, yeah. I have. I'd never had one before. Now yeah. I've had two of them, and it's not that good. <laughs> yeah. It's like if, if you're looking for a beer that hits that sweet spot between PBR and Natty Light, <laughs> I found your beer. Yes, but anyway, so so that was so that was great fun as usual. Uh, went back and took her nap. And went back to see the band. Saturday was just a murder's row. Just so this must have been, so this must have been like starting at two o'clock on Saturday or something. No, no, like six, three, four, five, six, seven. There's nine bands playing. Well, it's funny you should mention that. <laughs> well, you skipped like all of them. No, no, we we hardly skipped any of them. But we, do you have the list in front of you? I do. Starts so with first President Bomber. So President Bomber wear masks. They look like the dudes from Point Blank, the movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With President President. Let's masks see. There was him. a Clinton. There was a Reagan. There was a George Bush Jr. And there was a John F. Kennedy. The John F. Kennedy playing bass was actually sort of haunting. It had these hollow eyes. It kind of disturbed me a little bit, actually. <laughs> um, so they came out and played for 15 or so minutes and next thing you know there's somebody out there sort of turning off their mics and dragging them off the stage oh before yeah they were ready. i want to yeah i want to talk about that after you get so done, I guess. so uh, you know we're like what the heck is going on I, th- I think they ended up maybe getting 15 20 minutes i'm not sure i think they were promised 20 and didn't even get that or something i don't know it was hmm. kind of weird but we didn't really know what was going on and they were kind of thrashing around acting angry and throwing stuff around but i kind of thought it was part of the show no, I don't think it was. <laughs> but I really didn't know what was going on, right? But I didn't really think too much about it. I'm like, oh, that was cool. That was fun. They were pissed off, throwing shit. And, All right. So next up comes Punching Moses. This is this ill-named Cleveland hardcore band. That's who Tony Irva plays bass for now. Okay. And I had never heard of them until Jerry came out with us, of course. And I looked them up. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. And like I said, I was kind of drinking later, and I'm like, dude, where, where did you get the name of that band? I mean, what do you got against the guy who led the Israelites from freedom from the <laughs> Egyptians, you know? And he's just like, don't get me started. I'm like, all right, all right, cool. But yes, they were called Punching Moses. And once again, after like 20 minutes or so... Um, they got pulled off? They told him to get off, and, and they kind of like, we, you know, we came a long way for this bullshit. You know, they were sort of angry, and so they shut off the mics. And they did like one or two more songs without the mics. Huh. And at this at this point, you know, and once again, I, I honestly, if Jerry wants to, you know, make a statement or if he wants to, re, you know, make a rebuttal on this, because I'm really not looking to stir up drama. It went fine for the most part, but there was definitely something cooking at this point. Well, if you weren't one of those bands, it went fine, but if you were one of those well, bands, yeah, I assume it, right? it was so bad. You come, from, you come from Cleveland and you get 20 minutes set or 25 minutes set or yeah. whatever. It was a little annoying. And like I said, I think... I think everyone involved could would agree that it could have been handled better. Have you? I don't. I know you used to play in a band. It's been like a hundred years or whatever. I definitely have been in that situation where it's like you got one more song, you gotta you gotta call it after one more song, or or we're running out of time or whatever. But there didn't even seem to be that. It was just kind of like, all right, you're done. Which I thought was kind of kind of weird. And then who's after that, Neil? It was Bob Dwyer necktie. And so the, those guys were pissed. Those guys were pissed off too. Punch yeah. Moses. That's two pissed off bands in a row. Yep. Barbara Necktie comes up next. I see Jerry at some point. I'm like, hey, how's it going, Jerry? He's like, I'm not fucking happy. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not really sure what's, once again, I'm really not sure what's going on. And uh, 
Barbara Necktie, I think, is a local band. Is that the one with that butch that I met who, who I think listens to us sometimes? Anyway, I think it was, it was it, they were fun doing old school punk rock thing, and um, they 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 played like I can't remember if they finished with like uh, I know they played Alcohol by Gangrene. Hmm. And, uh, you know, a lot of people were singing along and stuff. And then they got cut off. And then I think at some point they convinced them to turn the mics back on for one more song. And I think that sort of added to the agitation of some of the other bands, maybe. Mm, Jesus Christ. And then the next band that came on was... The Whiteouts. Uh, the Whiteouts. And they were they were pretty cool, too, actually. I, uh, the thing is with them, I watched like 15 minutes of it. And then I went upstairs. I don't remember why... But the other thing worth noting is at some point, like, the sewer behind the bar started backing up. Oh, dear. And so they're down there cleaning it up. It's just, dude, Saturday night, just uh, unraveled. And once again, I don't want to come off too negative because we had a great time and everything generally went well. And then they had to close up the bathrooms downstairs. Oh, so you had to go to the bathroom upstairs. So you had to go upstairs to go to the yeah. bathrooms. It's like, okay, it's sort of like, okay, things aren't going particularly well now. The bands are pissed. The bathrooms are closed. But, like I said, that being said, things are, things are going all right. And, uh. Then I heard through the grapevine what the issue was. Um, was it something to do with the super suckers pulling a uh, pulling a like Danzig? Of, <laughs> it sounds like they could have used their own local version of Dairy Marin- Marinarino to uh, <laughs> to get him punch him out. <laughs> it sounds like the well, because you know when Jerry was on, he was he was talking about how, and I, I don't know how they leveraged this or whatever, but the super suckers basically made them add their touring opening band. And he'd had to knock five minutes off everybody's sets already, or something like that, to fit the rumors in. Oh, the rumors, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then now it sounded like well, the, the, this is what I heard. Once again, if Jerry wants to dispute this, I, this is hearsay, and nothing more than hearsay. I did not get this from any official source. Was that Super Suckers did not want to go on as late as they were scheduled to go on, so everybody else had to carve more time. All I could think is. Somebody like the Cheats, they should have had them play after the Super Suckers. It would have been fine. Yeah, a lot yeah, of people sure. were there to see the Cheats. They could, yep. have, they could have pulled it off. But, you know, I'm sure everybody, Jerry, the crew, everybody was doing the best they could to accommodate the situation. I don't want to, I don't want to point blame. And like I said, overall, there was a little bit of uh, tension for a while there. Well, there was tension the next day, too, because I don't know if you want well, me to mention this, I but, I mean, on, on Facebook, on the Savage you know, Mountain. Oh, sorry, go ahead, no, I was going to say on the Savage Mountain Punk Fest page yeah. or one of their one of their um, posts they put about the Saturday, there was uh, I don't know if it was two or three guys who were posting about this very situation and how disrespectful. Yeah. I mean, I can read them if you want, but total nah, disrespect for the opening bands and stuff like that. You know, the small bands and they get no respect and this well, kind of thing. Yeah, and they the, did know, mention the small they, bands that actually exist in the community because yeah. big bands don't give anything back to the community. You know, yeah. and, and I think there's something to be said for that. That being said, you know, Jerry's really good at working with these bands, booking these bands. I think you got to be a, a little bit careful while biting the hands that feeds, unless you're booking Jerry's band to do some kick-ass shows, you know? Uh, so, so that yeah, there's a pattern developing. Where the, who was next, Huntington's? Uh, no, next was Mud City Manglers. Mud City Manglers. I don't think they really, I don't remember there being a whole lot of drama with them playing a shorter set. So these guys are from Pittsburgh. Great, like, wild man rock and roll stuff. I think I think everybody would, would dig it. And then the Huntingtons, I think, had to 
beg for the mics to come back on to play one last song. I think they played No Poop Party tonight. Hmm. Um, and they're, you know, but they, 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 I knew they were screwed. They came out because their songs are real short, but they had like 17 songs on their set list. It's like, uh, even those guys can't play 17 songs in a half hour. Yeah. Well, did they, did they even get a half hour or did they get like 20 minutes? Uh, I think they probably got a, a, a good half hour at the end of the day because, like I said, they got their mics turned back on to do one more song. So, once again, that only adds to the agita. Yeah, the other bands that didn't. Other yeah. bands that didn't. And yeah. I got to say, it was funny at the end. Our friend, so we have these friends from, from, uh, one of them from Jersey, actually, and two of them from Baltimore that we go meet every year over there. And it's Chris and Justin from Good Men Doing Nothing, who we played some of their songs before, and I'm sure we'll have them on at some point. Um, and their friend Hudson from New Jersey. Our friend Justin actually jumped up and started playing guitar with them for a few minutes, or for like one minute, maybe. It was kind of funny. I tried to take some pictures, but you know I suck at taking pictures. So. <laughs> yes, I noticed there was none. <laughs> But uh, I, I finally got to meet Josh to the. We had Josh on a couple of years ago before they played in Chicago. Yep. Josh from uh, Huntington's. Huntington's. Yep. So they were great fun too. I actually bought a couple of Huntington's records also. Um, I bought their uh, split they did with the Travoltas because the cheap ass record company owner didn't <laughs> give me a promo copy. <laughs> hey, Mike. <laughs> yeah. So I bought that, which was cool. I got the blue, and uh, I bought their single. And I never heard the song. I didn't really care. But I saw the the B side was the Greg Kinn band. Uh, they don't write them like that anymore. The breakup song. Hmm. I love that song. So I bought the seven inch. So, um, so then what do we? Then we get to the cheats. After the, the cheats, yes, sir. The cheats. So that tells you how good of a you know how the cheats are a good draw because you know the Huntingtons are not local. Well, of course the cheats aren't either. I guess they're both from about two hours away. But uh, you know the Huntingtons are pretty known band pretty established oh they band. are yeah for sure they are yeah so the cheats came on and same thing got a short set but todd was pretty cool about it. he's like i don't care they came out in the crowd the only time i really went up front for them was to sing hammersmith Pele right in todd's face with everybody else <laughs> uh so then they cut them off but that worked out well i'm like well you're gonna top that anyway they were gonna play pittsburgh cockfight but um so, so. He, he sings and plays guitar or just sings no no he just sings he yeah, just sings, guitar okay. players he it was his bass player or guitar player. I think it's his bass player. Dude, this guy looks, he's a biker, man. Long gray hair. I mean, he looks like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I saw the guy walking around. I saw he had a cheats patch on his jacket. I figured he's just a fan, but he's like a big biker dude. One of his guitar players sort of has that like Nikki Six sort of like, uh, you know, LA glam yeah. kind of thing. Going yeah, on. Yeah. But no, great, great band. And, you know, in previous years, when I saw him two years ago, I was right up front. This time I, just kind of held back a little bit. Like I said, went up for Hammersmith Ballet, which they finished with. So I'll tell you what, why don't you play another one of your songs, Neil? You know, another one of your Cheats cover songs. Funny you say, talk about Hammersmith Ballet, because that's the next song. Um, obviously Demolition the, 23. The original by Demolition 23, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Singy Monroe. What the hell's his name? Michael Monroe. I was going to say Matt Monroe, who was like a 60s... Uh, <laughs> Matt Monroe is his older brother, who's an accountant. No, he was like a Tom Jones style lounge singer, oh, not right? Monroe. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so, so it wasn't him. Um, but yeah, so this is um, the classic Hammersmith Palais by Demolition Twenty Three. Watch the 
Demolition 23 there with Hammersmith Palais. And if you don't have that... I gotta that, say, I got that LP last year. I think you did too. Yep, it's great. freaking fantastic. It is. It is. Anyone who doesn't Man. have it, you should buy that. It's really fucking good. I had never heard of it until Todd Cheat came on this podcast... And and uh, I don't remember if we played it or not. We talked about it, and man, it has such a great song. And uh, yep. the whole the whole album is great. The whole album is good. They do a they do a Dead Boys cover, right? Maybe a New York Dolls. I don't know. It's just just great punk and roll stuff. Yep, best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so so yeah. Then the rumors the rumors came on. Yeah, which I got to tell you, the rumors are uh, they're they're really they're pretty good. You know, they have a, a man drumming and these two real attractive young girls that play in like bikini tops okay so they got it all going on from there i feel like right? they might have played these boots are made for walking but once again we got quite a few beers in at this point <laughs> so who, we, you, who were you talking really to at this point who had you been talking uh, to you know, who, you know who i was talking to a lot on saturday night there's a guy from uh, back from my punk news name his name is jeff he showed up last year you remember that picture of my son Photoshop with me like as Thanos? Yes, I do remember that guy. Yes, yeah, he, so, he texted so yeah, yeah. us. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he, he emails us. Yeah, so uh, so I was talking to him quite a bit. He's there with a few buddies. Uh, it just, you know, the, the overall vibe is so friendly. I don't even really remember who I was talking to. It might have been Chris or Justin or whoever. But, but yeah, I was definitely talking to Jeff quite a bit. And another young guy named Brock. I remember meeting that that uh, listens to the podcast. It was cool. It was pretty cool. At one point, we looked out the window and we saw a punk tie dye t shirt. We were so excited because we didn't know who it was, but it turned out it was Justin. <laughs> well, that's, so still, that's still we're nice. So yeah. but, but, but I mean, I brought it for him like last year. Yeah, you thought he thought it was somebody just somebody random. Yeah. Yeah, but it was it was cool. Yeah, I'm trying to be sure I didn't miss anybody. Well, so, so what Brock, kind of so- yeah, yeah, Chris, Justin, Hudson, 
Tachi, Alex from Submachine, Jerry, of course, Ronnie, Jackie. Okay, I think I mentioned everybody. So what kind of stuff do the rumors play? How are they? Are they good? Yeah, just like punk and roll kind of stuff, you know. Fits fits well with like the Super Suckers kind of sound. I, I bet you they're going over gangbusters in that touring capacity. They're from Waterloo, Iowa. Was that right? Yeah. Oh, huh, no kidding. Yeah. I assume this is them. It's got two girls and looks like uh, two guys, maybe. Yeah, two guys and two girls. Um, huh. They have two albums, one called Suck It and one called Hot Bang. <laughs> oh, there you go. I assume it's the same band. You know, definitely selling their sex appeal to a certain extent. Yep. But they're good. No, I have no no issues with them at all. Oh, shoot, man. I'm all out of order now. I already I already talked about the bands, the last two songs I'm going to play. Um, and then, uh, well, I'll tell you what. We'll talk about the Super Suckers. And, and honestly, the Super Suckers were great. And I wasn't present for any power trip they may or may not have pulled. Right. Like I said, I have no definitive proof. Um, they played a very punk set. You know, that's a, they're a band that can get into some real twangy stuff if they want to. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, you know, they played, you know, Born With A Tail, Pretty Fucked Up, you know, just classic rock and roll records they selling this year. Just classic, you know, punk and roll stuff. Played a great set, worked the crowd. I mean, you know, I wasn't as excited about some people about that booking. Not because I don't like the Super Suckers, because I do, but I have seen them a few times, you know. But, uh, no, I thought they, you know, did their job closing things out. If they would have done it an hour later, it would have been even better. Okay. But, uh, no, it was cool. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> I've just seen something else on Facebook. Did you, see the, did, you, did you see that photo I posted? Motoblot put up a, a picture of, of, ti- of the Tiger Sex show on the Sunday. <laughs> Are you are you visible? I am very visible. It's like because Kelly, the singer, is kissing a girl, and I'm off to the you side. Like the, I'm off to the like side. I'm not looking completely disgusted. I've got my eyes oh, crossed. No, but that wasn't it at all. I was actually vibing to the music because I think they were playing. Um, Neil's very homo- Neil's very homophobic. No, I think they were playing. I want to be your dog at that point. So I was ah, vibing I to the you. music, but it looks like I'm totally disgusted. <laughs> oh nice. God, it's funny as fuck, and apparently a lot of people are commenting on it. You know what? You know what? You know what help the help you break your mood, get you in a bad mood again, get you away from this levity. A song by Punching Moses. Okay, okay. Let's do Punching Moses then. This is Let's... Punching Moses Revenge. Is it the Black I got, Flag I, cover? I, I, no, I bought the Punching Moses LP too, and I haven't listened to it yet. I I, I Spotified it before I went. The, a beautiful cover, man. Beautiful cover art with the uh, you know Moses and the. Uh, like wishing his wrath upon Cleveland, it's it's real cool. Mm. As so. a Ju- as a Jewish man, I I don't like that at all. Yes, I meant <laughs> very anti-Semitic. I'm not I think it's anti-everything actually. Furthest thing but from that, that in the whole world. Yes. So all right. So this is punching Moses revenge. <laughs> Wait! 
Alright, that was Punching Moses with Revenge. Um, and they played on the Friday, right? They played on early on Saturday. Oh, they played early on Saturday. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Second okay. man. So, what so I ha- have to say, once again, so we've been talking about Saturday had some issues, no question about it. But I don't want that to detract from the fact that it was still a great event. We had such a great time, such a great weekend. You know, it's, it's. Uh, I still recommend it to anybody. If you like a smaller, you know, screw the, uh, you know, the big festivals, go to support these small, small stuff. So, so okay, so two questions. So, yep. how, how, long, how long did Super Suckers get? Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they did, like, their full, like, hour and a half set. But and, I, I'm not for sure, because, like I said, I was... And what time did it end? Uh, uh, I don't know. Pretty late. Because I thought that I saw Jerry post that they were going to be done by 11.30. <coughs> no, I don't think it was that early. Hmm. Interesting. I, okay. I, I don't know. I'll tell you what, though. Saturday was the only day when I bought a beer to go, which I had disavowed the previous two nights, where I actually drank most of it when I got back. Hmm. Um, but, you know, we had a long drive the next day. We we wanted to be able to get up at Adam. Yeah. Which we were out of the hotel about 11. I mean, we didn't leave super early. but So you didn't go anywhere else after, after um, those guys were done? <laughs> no, we went to all the great places before that. Okay. So but it you, is, went, you know, we said we said our goodbyes as much as we could, you know, and it's it's yeah, like I said, you do get to know people. You know, there's this other couple that's there every year. We're real friendly with them. Her name is Sarah. I can never remember his name, but uh, you know, it's just you know, you just see people you like. It's 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 a lot of hugging going on, Neil. A lot of hugging. A lot of you love, love it. <laughs> a brisk handshake is all you need, my friend, and maybe yeah. a, maybe a slap on the back. I don't know, man. We've lost on the a back. few the last couple of years. I'm willing to give people a hug. You never know if you see them again. Jesus, that's fucking that's a damn well, right know, there. It's, it's a it's that's kind of year it's been, my friend. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but no, it, I, once again, I can't, I can't, I really have nothing bad to say about it. It was, it was so much fun. I'm sorry that those bands kind of got screwed out of some time. They did seem upset. They seemed upset at the soup. There was like two people yeah. posting. One appeared to have a barbed wire necktie. Um, oh, they had his lo- yeah, it was, he was in their logo anyway. So I'm assuming he was in that band. And ah, they, they were upset. They seemed to be upset at the super suckers more than anybody else. So well, That's like I said, I didn't be. get anything firsthand. If Jerry wants to make a statement, or I, mean, I, I, I probably there's probably one band too many. It sounds like there was one I band too many. Probably just let it blow over. Yeah, and it'll be fine. Well, yeah, one band too many, but one band was forced upon them. At the last minute. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's just, you know. I'll move one of the bands to Friday or something. Yeah, but if it was on the last minute, what can you do? Well, and Um, and you know what? This is probably the biggest, is this the biggest overall band they've ever booked? I don't know about that because I'll tell you where I, well, I'd say in a lot of places, Sloppy Seconds draws better than Super Suckers, but. Well, Super Super Suckers Suckers tour so much, though. They're constantly on tour, right? When they play Grand Rapids, they fill the tip top. But you know how big that place is? 100, yeah, 150 or something. or something, yeah. Yeah, like 125 people. They're not, you know, so it's... And I understand, you know, you get that festival sort of elevation. When you headline a festival, it sort of gives you, a, yeah. you know... But uh, anyway, I, I I don't know. I, I hope everything, you know, behind the scenes is okay. Because as far as, I mean, I think some of the guys in those early bands actually might be in, like, the board and stuff oh boy <laughs> we're yeah. making jokes yeah we're making jokes about the president you know the presidency yeah doc rotten's coming for the presidency doc rotten for president of the uh savage Mo- but anyway like i said i i don't want to i don't want to 
Sure. Because yeah. everything was good. Well, I mean, anything can. I mean, this shit happens, right? And, and, well, and I think everybody, I'm sure, tried to do the best they could to mitigate the situation. So. Yeah. But like you said, they probably, you know, in hindsight, maybe they could have put the cheats on after, you know, Super Suckers or something. To, yeah, or move somebody else to Friday. Yeah, move yeah, someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but, um, so you dr- got up early the next morning to drive to do the eight hour yeah. drive home? Yeah. Got up at 9 30. Okay. Now, was, uh, it, was the breakfast at the hotel? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> I mean, nah, we didn't have breakfast at the hotel, no. We made, we actually drove like an hour, and then we went to this this chain uh, that's like, I don't know if it's Pittsburgh chain or Pennsylvania chain or whatever. It's called Eaton Park. You ever heard of Eaton Park? No, sir. It's like crusty, like Denny's and Perkins. So we went there and had a damn good chicken fried steak, and then we... Made it the rest of the way home. Got a hundred beers and chicken fried steak and hot dogs and Jesus Oh, Christ. yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm sure I took a, took a year off my life. Yeah, shit, dude. Well, I'm glad, you had, I'm glad you had a good time. I'm, I'm sorry I didn't go. It actually sounds like it was a really, really good time. Dude, I, I, I really, you know, you come to my town and you're always like, ah, I kind of, I mean, I, I think you enjoy the town I live in for the most part, but I think you kind of. No, I do. I love it. it like, I love it, actually. I love like, it. But, you, but I think you kind of look down at it as sort of like a hillbilly thing. You got to see these people. I just, Scott <laughs> wants you to go just so he can see you react at some of this. Because <laughs> some of these Appalachian folks are pretty rough around the edges. Yeah, I can I not, not the people at the show or the people who run the show, but the, you know, the surrounding bars and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm sure. Yeah. Good times, man. Good times. But yeah, I, I hope we can go back next year. Uh, you know, like I said, it, it's. I do. There's a little bit of a scheduling conflict, but man, I, I would definitely go back next year. It almost doesn't even really matter who's playing. You know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, it does sound like a great time. And the pool party sounds like it's fun as hell too. It is. Everything. Everything. Everything about it's so great. Yeah. So. So what do we got left for songs, Neil? Well, you have one, and I have one. You have one, and I have one. All right. Yeah. Well, why don't I play mine? Mine, then you can save yours for last. All right. Um, I'm gonna do a Huntington song that yep. I always I always really liked, and it's called. What would Joey do? Yeah, taken from that whole. I don't know if people in other countries know this, but there's a there was a religious thing a few years uh, ago, yeah, what right? Would Jesus do? Yeah, yes. the WWJD. What would Jesus do? And that's how you're supposed to, you know, live your life or whatever, right? Yeah. By that. So yeah, Huntington's wrote one called "After Joey Died." What would Joey do? So what would he, Joey do about <laughs> the state of about the state of rock and roll? Yes. Well, with his OCD, he would probably like take him an hour to leave the house. He'd just walk up and down the <laughs> stairs and tap the door. Yes. <laughs> so. Well, Huntington's, what would Joey do? Oh, boy. What would, what would Joey do about the state of rock and roll? What would, what would Joey do if I could reset his soul? Well, it's almost the end of the century. But I'm sure this ain't the way he thought it'd be He would put his name on a bracelet He would put his name in lights Joey, would he come and save us tonight? What would, what would Joey do About the state of rock and roll? What would, what would Joey do If the good would he save it so? Radio man, it's been such a drag A dinosaur still tried to wave the flag If we came up with a slogan So did every 
the Huntington's there with What Would Joey Do? Actually, it's probably my favorite song of theirs. Um, but but talking about Joey's OCD, what was I reading the other day? Something that at one point his OCD was so bad, he didn't change his underpants for a year. And they oh, would they basically, would fall off. Yeah, they would fall off. They stink so bad, he wouldn't change his clothes on tour. Yeah. Um, I just saw, I believe it's today or something, it was like 49 years ago today, the Ramones made their debut at uh, CBGB. Oh, CBGB, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I uh, actually listened to some Romans at work today, which I rarely do. Which album? I just uh, like a random. See, I do that sometimes too, and I always forget how fucking good they are. Yeah. And then you play an album, even one of the later albums, and you're like, "Holy shit, this is fucking great!" You know. Well, for me, it's like you know. Okay, so it usually starts out with like their five most popular songs. So it'll be uh, Blitzkrieg Bop, and then uh, uh, I want to be sedated, and you know, it goes and goes. Then of course it gets into like the you know pet cemetery and, and I just I'm just like boy these are such great songs but the production it's so overproduced like pet cemetery with a little keyboard and all that yeah like, oh uh, yeah with the just, bad keyboard yeah, yeah yeah they should just kept it raw you know yeah but no I agree I mean it, it to be that consistent over the course of you know 13 14 albums pretty impressive I mean, even if there were a few clunkers in there even you know on on that cheats uh, compilation album they do poison heart and that's a fucking great song. It is a great song. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a song that could have been written for anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, but but because uh, Aditi wrote it, that was after he left the band, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I saw this thing. I wish I could remember what site it was on. Where I was, it had the fourteen Ramones records ranked hmm. from worst to best. Mm-hmm. And I actually kind of agree with the like. It had the first album first. It had uh, Rocket to Russia second and Leave Home third. That's the same order would have those. And then the fourth one was Ruin to Ruin. But some of them were so janky. It had like Acid Eaters like at eight or something. Acid Eaters should be, they shouldn't even be I mean, on the by list. by far their worst record. Right. By far. Not even close. And it, it had Mondo Bizarro last. I'm like, oh, Mondo Bizarro was such a great <laughs> album, man. I mean, I, I got into the Ramones, started getting into the Ramones in like the, you know, 87 or something. You know, they were obviously well into their career by then, but that was the first time I heard them. The first song I ever heard was I Want to Be Sedated, you know, after midnight mm-hmm. on Milwaukee Radio. I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. It's like the music I listen to now, but it doesn't have all the shitty parts, you know? And, uh, it, but by 1992, I was kind of, ah, they were kind of old men, you know? I still liked the Ramones, but it wasn't like, and then that Mondo Bizarro album came out. And I'm like, oh, that kind of, I thought that kind of like reinvigorated me being interested in them. Yeah, it's a great album. Yeah, it's got Poison Heart, of course. It's got uh, Censor Shit. I don't, I don't remember. Maybe it's got some filler on it. The Job That Ate My Brain. Yeah. That's great <coughs> yeah, stuff on I mean, it. I mean, yeah. it's definitely not the worst album. I mean, I mean, 
And it had uh, the other thing they had that I thought was it had uh, end of the century fifth. I'm like, oh boy, end I'd of probably the... I'd probably have end of the century more like eighth or ninth. Or to me, to like me, that. that might that might be towards the bottom actually. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. agree, man. So yeah. anyway, it was interesting. I mean, you know, we could all make our own list, and you have to be sort of a nerd to be able to kind of do that. But I think a bunch of those albums, like like Animal Boy, after Too Tough to Die, those like three in a row right there, all kind of blur together for me. See, I, I like them, but like you say, the, produ- yeah, the production is poor. Yeah, it's very Piss poor. Kind of yeah. like a metal-y kind of, kind of a sound. Yeah. So, anyway. Anyway, Neil, how can people get a hold of us? Uh, well, they can get a hold of us after I play my last song. <laughs> well, I know, I know that. I know that. We'll play it out. We'll play it out with it. No, I'm going to play out with something else, actually. I've decided. Right. I'm going to play out with the Cheats version of Poison Heart. So that's what All I'm right. going to play out with. But um, they can get a hold of us at punctualidie 77 at gmail.com. We have stickers. We had someone ask us for stickers. Did you send them to Jamie by any chance? I did, finally. Well, Good. they said they asked in May, and yeah. I totally, we totally missed it. So yeah. if if you wrote us already and asked for stickers and we didn't send you some, yeah, right again. again. It was, it was yeah. just an oversight. Oh, oversight, yeah. The other thing that's a bummer, Neil... To Jamie, if you're listening, Jamie, you, you'll get to, you'll get your stickers long before. Because I usually write a little note in there or something. But I was because I had missed them. I wanted him or her. I don't even know. I wanted to send a couple buttons to. I was gonna, but the freaking post office. Everything's auto sorted now. Hmm. So even though it was well under the weight of a single stamped envelope, it has to be less than a quarter inch thick. So I don't know how the heck I'm gonna send buttons for any kind of a. She's like, well, it would only be a dollar six, but it has to be less than a quarter inch. So I, I don't know how I'm going to send out buttons. How you might they, just have to. They measure it. Well, you, in the envelope, there's they have this like thing they hold up with a slot. Does it fit through the slot? Because like I said, it's all automated. It's not like the old days where they, you know oh. they sorted by hand. Oh, couldn't you just have thrown it in a regular mailbox? Well, I, I'm telling you, they won't take it, Neil. They won't take it. I don't know what to tell you. They won't. They won't let me put these skinny little buttons in an envelope. Hmm. So, or, or he, she said they'd arrive postage due, which I guess that wouldn't really be my problem. But I mean, it's it's ridiculously expensive. You know, you're sending dollar buttons, and yep. it's going to cost you, you know, double the cost of the buttons to ship to send them. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so I, I, I'm still trying to figure it out. You so, could send him send him a koozie instead, because I sent you some yeah. koozies. In well, that box. even that though, that still costs like five bucks though to ship. You know? Yeah, the, yeah. Well, well, that's I, I, thin though. You know, that's and, thin. And, 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 if we end up doing something like a, a Patreon or something, I want to be able to send people things. Yeah, uh, and you know, but it's got to be semi reasonable. So I, I, I don't, I don't know. And yeah, I think that might be something we do eventually. It'll be voluntary, and we'll give you extra stuff. Yeah. I, I don't know. We're that's that's coming in the future probably, but we'll we'll let you know. We'll give you access to our hidden. Episodes. You'll always get you'll always get our basic low effort program for free. <laughs> I don't know, man. Hey, you want any good stuff? You have to pay extra. No, it, I don't, and I don't know what we're gonna do it. We've been talking about it forever. Who knows? It might be another year before it even gets up and running. So. So yeah, so we have uh, punk till I, look up punk till I die on Facebook. Join the Facebook group because that's fun. That's a lot of fun banter and shit yeah. goes on in there. Um, we're also on Instagram. I I do try and check it at least every couple days now. So and I also and okay. So let's remind people because we haven't talked about this in a do while. Do we play a song? Do we play a song yet? No, we didn't. But okay. um, you, if you want t-shirts, um, you can get them on loud oh, loudpizza.com loud right. or I have some. I have some in every size. I have uh, white. Yeah, only get them from either Neil or Loud Pizza. Not yeah, some not some fucking Chinese bootleg. Print on demand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
but I have some smaller ones in white, larger sizes in black. So I actually do have some. So if you want a t-shirt, you know, I think they're 20 bucks plus shipping. Um, I actually have a, I actually have one double X sweatshirt and I think one large sweatshirt and those are 40 bucks. So anyway, so I have stuff or like I said, you can reach out to loudpizza.com and order like they have slip mats, they have glasses, they have mugs, they have uh, other punk till I die merchandise if you would like yes. it. Yes, so. we're like the misfits of podcasts. Mm-hmm print our name on everything uh we try what well, underpants coming next uh you know yes girls thongs the, the, yeah, but you have to wear them until they just disintegrate and all yes. that's left is in, in, like, in, like in joey ramon and you know what i also heard about him that he, he never liked to answer the telephone huh well, i just made that up because the next song is hanging on the telephone <laughs> as everybody everybody knows the blondie version yeah but the, the original was made by a band called the nerves in 1976 yep. I, I actually played this before i remember when my phone i remember when i lost my phone when i threw my phone in the sewer oh i okay. played all phone related songs so it's a good song play it oh, okay so yeah so this is the nerves from 76 with hanging on the telephone i'm in the phone with this one Okay, that was the nerves and i think they were from were they from la maybe i have no idea but the blondie version was so popular i, I never knew it was a cover yeah um yeah because that's the one that everybody knows is the blondie version a lot of people yep. have covered that song including the cheats so yes. uh yeah so that was that was the nerves um so that's it so you did go and see a show in the week you don't really have much to say about that right i'll stick uh, it no, all and it was, it was fun. I went with my buddy Scott and my buddy Chad, and we went, and it was just a random Tuesday Scott, night. Scott Scott or a different Scott? Same Scott. Yeah. Same Scott. Okay. And, did, uh, yeah, it was cool. Did he protect you from the crazy hardcore dancing kids doing then ninja kicks? Well, the thing is, the place was half full, which I didn't think was actually bad for a Tuesday night. Um, but it is amazing. You need, like, a 100,000-square-foot warehouse for these kids to dance. You say, each, you say dance. They're just spinning about, right? Well, and just, like, doing cartwheels and kicking and convulsing. 
how did that start? That's like the fucking gayest thing well, I've ever seen. Well, you know, it's seen. funny because I never go to... It's been a long time, fairly, since I've been to like an actual hardcore show because... Yeah, I don't know what that was all about, man. I mean, it was whatever they're into. They look like they're having fun. It looks like you would stay in phenomenal physical shape if you did this for a half hour. Yeah, I, I guess. Mean, it's, yeah. It's, it's like aerobic times 10. Yep. I mean, they're seriously doing cartwheels off the stage and kicking their legs. I mean, Yeah, but can they do it for a whole song or do they do it for like 15 seconds? No, so they, they do it pretty good. They're young, younger, younger kids, you know. There was no like real mosh pit. That's so fucking bizarre, dude. Yeah, it was weird, man. It was... Um, but you know, like I said, sick of it all was they're so good, man. They're so they're so fantastic. And the uh, singer was coming off a cold, so they played a little shorter set, like forty minutes, which is about right for a hardcore band anyway, right? I had like yeah, yeah. hardcore. Yeah, it's like a hundred songs. But he said, anybody know Rat Pack? anybody know Rat Pack? And this they brought this little kid up on stage. He must have been like ten years old. He's like, it was freaking great, man. It was it was a lot of fun. There was a couple little couple of young kids there, like maybe. 10-ish years old. Hmm. Yeah, it's like your for it. It's like that under no, advisement. I, we, we stood in the back. You know, it's funny, you know, those hardcore shows, and there's just like this huge open spot in the middle before the bands even start because nobody wants to be stuck out there like that. Yeah, no, no doubt. Like no doubt, yeah. So my friend Chad is apparently a pretty big Life of Agony fan because he went right up front and, hmm. for Life of Agony. He's kind of just stood in the back, ran into a couple other old old punk rockers that I know from way back. So it was, it was fun. I mean, it was just a Tuesday night, you know. It was done by, you know, we were home by 11, 11.30. It was just a real chill kind of thing. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I drank right. five PBR tall boys and went home. <laughs> of course you did. Not took, my turn to drive. Took it easy that night. Yeah. Yeah. 25 bucks or whatever, you know. Yeah. The thing with us, the thing with that place I like is they have a, you know, I, I use the term box office loosely. Behind the bar, they have envelopes with this, you know, cash. You can buy tickets cash. Mm-hmm. So none of those. So if it's twenty five bucks, you're paying twenty five bucks. You're not paying forty right. bucks. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that. I hate that crap. And a lot of them, you know, why even tell somebody it's a twenty five dollar ticket if there's literally zero chance you can get a twenty five dollar ticket? Yeah. You know, that's one thing. Like Chicago, the only one that's really good about like that Reggie's. You could always buy tickets at Reggie's, which I know is not convenient for you. It's cheaper for you to stay home and pay the ten dollar fee than it is to drive down there or whatever. But well, there's another. There's another. Um, the, the I don't know who the ticket company that um, Cobra Lounge uses, but they at least have one where it tells you up front that you know it might be a twenty five dollar ticket. I saw and, that. And twenty eight. Like it's but it's really weird. It, it's whatever. it's like some yeah. odd number, like twenty eight sixty one, and that's the price you'll pay. But at least then you see that you're not paying like thirty yeah. percent of the actual ticket cost. It's you know, and but it tells you up front. It's bizarre though because like, you know, I bought two. So I bought two different tickets that were like $30 a piece, both online. Neither neither of them had hard tickets. One was GBH. One was uh, Exploited. One of them, you know, they used two different ticketing fees, and neither of them are Ticketmaster. They're all these little ones, you know. One of them was like $10 a ticket. One was like $5 a ticket. So yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, it makes no sense. It doesn't, but, you know, it is what it is. We spend a lot because we makes a lot, right, Neil? I guess, yeah. I guess, yes. But, uh, yeah, so the other thing... Uh, Scott has bailed on me on my Metallica weekend in November. Oh, he's not going to either show? Because you weren't sure which one you wanted to go to, right? Well, no, I have tickets. So I have this dual ticket, the way they're doing it. They announced, like, at the beginning of last year, or end of last year, they announced all their dates for the next two years, and they're doing two dates in every city. Hmm. So they're playing Friday and Sunday night. Um, 
So, yeah, I have tickets for Friday and Sunday, and the Saturday is that anti-hero show in Chicago, which I'd rather see that than the Metallica show. So I'm absolutely still planning to be in Chicago on November 11th. For November the 11th. All right, cool. The, the, the anti-heroes uh, noise. Man, I was listening to noise today. Those guys are so good. I listen to a lot of music this week. Um, so I was going to, yeah, go to Detroit, drive four and a half hours to Chicago, and then drive four and a half hours back to Detroit. But I, I might actually bail on my Metallica tickets. We'll see. Hmm. The hotels downtown, because the show is so big, are, are it's stupid expensive. Parking stupid. It's just a big pain in the ass, honestly. So I might just say screw it and just come maybe hang out with you for the weekend or whatever. Um, Scott might still go to the Antiheroes. He's actually going with his kid to see some heavy metal show at the Bottom Lounge for two nights in a row. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it's called Periphery or something like that. Some I'd, heavy metal. Yeah, I'd, I'd seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So his son is same age as my son, basically 19 or so, and he's a headbanger. And so he had promised him that, and I'm like, dude, don't worry about it. So I might, I, I may bail on. Like I said, I may bail on my Metallica tickets. I haven't decided yet. Luckily, Ticketmaster has a system where you can scalp your own tickets through their website, and only they only get a 15 percent fee and then 20 percent from the buyer. So Jesus. Dude, it's it's ridiculous. But I I could probably make a little bit of money. I mean, I did I didn't buy them to make money, but when I bought them, I thought to myself, well, because I had done that with Slayer tickets before. I turned thirty five dollars Slayer tickets into like eighty dollars a piece or something. So we'll see. Well, that's cool. So yeah, I'll be in Chicago in November. I don't know if I'll be there before that. I don't know. Maybe October. Might try to do something with T one. Um, T1, yep. I got, well, that week, Jesus Christ, oh, two weeks, I got Sham 69, I got the Darkness, I got the Adverts. So, is that the, is, so is that, that's got to be the Tim V Sham 69, right? Supposedly American not. Sham what I read, it's supposedly Jimmy Percy. We'll see, mm, though. We'll see. Because Percy and Parsons supposedly, I don't know, that'd be interesting. Where's that, Cobra? It's Cobra Lounge, yeah. Classic UK oi band playing at a 350-seat, yeah. 350-band standing bar. So we've got Champ 69 on a Thursday, The Darkness on the Friday, The Adverts in San Diego on the Sunday, Ooh. and then T1 Fest the following weekend. When are you flying out to... Boy, that might be... You might have a hard time with that too, huh? Eh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But I don't know. You know, I might not get another chance ever to see, you know, TV Smith. Yeah, no, no, I don't, I don't blame you. you know? It's kind of... I mean, it's sort of a... I don't know. It's sort of putting you know this american band is preparing for him to come over to become the adverts i don't i don't know how i feel about that but i i mean i understand why you'd want to see it you know yeah I, I like them too i don't have the same you know I don't, they're not the same for me as they are for you obviously you know but uh yeah it's cool it'll be fun yeah i mean i've been listening to them for 40 pretty much five no, like years I, said, I, don't, I don't begrudge you go to see, you know i think yeah. it's great i think it's cool to get to see them i just you know the authenticity authenticity yeah sure maybe they maybe they have like a female bass player like the original lineup yeah maybe so yeah Coach, I mean, why not right Shmay Shmay Madvert I mean there must be a, some decent female looking bass player in Houston or wherever the pickup band's coming from <laughs> yeah why not sure yeah Houston was just odd it was just a why why Houston it was I, I, bizarre I don't know man yeah. it's an international city he's probably flying in there and practice for a couple days and yeah maybe so but all the dates appear to be on the west coast right So, but it's funny because they never Adverts never played America nope never so it's kind of a big deal. Hope they do well. It's to me. I'm hoping uh, Bone said he'd go with me, so we'll see. We'll there see how go. that goes. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, if you're, I'll tell you what, man. If you're going to be in Southern California, you're definitely going to have a lot you know, better access to cool punk rock people than I'm going to in Graham's Mission or even <laughs> Chicago, bit. for that matter, right? A little bit, perhaps, yeah. 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 I go to, I like to see my Detroit pals, but 
Yeah. Get so I got keep... that coming up too. Same thing, September, man. I got a ton of shows, small and large, and you know. And this Saturday, Poison Boys are playing at Grand Rapids. I don't know if I'm... No, no, oh, yeah, next, that's right. Yeah, next, yeah, yeah. Next Saturday, I'm sorry. Next yeah, Saturday. Yeah, 25th. 25th so I would playing. really like to go out there and support them and watch them play. We will see how it goes. I'm on call for work, so if I'm having a quiet, like, on call and I'm getting good sleep, I'll probably try to go over there and watch it for a bit. If, if um, Yeah, just leave after they play. Yeah. If i got to work too much. Well, they're headlines, so I'm sure they won't. Oh, they are? Okay. 10.30 or something, 11 o'clock, hmm. which is always awesome when you got to work Sunday morning. But anyway, all right. Listen, thanks for listening, everybody. We know we've been bombarding. We, we have so many episodes. So many hours, too. Oh, they love it. It's all free. What do they care? Exactly. We appreciate you listening. But I got to go. We do. talked out. So I'm going to play us out with, um, I was talking about uh, Poison Heart, that Ramon song. So I'm going to play us out with actually the Cheats doing uh, Poison Heart off of that compilation album, which is fantastic. First it was all covers, Cheats doing covers, and now we're doing a cover by Cheats. I like it. Exactly. So... Yeah, right. cheats, poison heart. Everybody, keep a little mark in your heart and stay free. And we'll smell you later. Smell you later, Schmegface.
Okay, that brings us to the end of another show. Hope you enjoyed it. Remember, keep a little mark in your heart, and we'll be back the same mark time, same mark channel. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Ah, <laughs> ever get the feeling you've been cheated? Good night. What a fucking rotter. What a load of old shit. Thank you, fuck you, bye, boom.